It's time for the show that brings the magic right to your speakers. Ears up! What is up, everybody? Ears Up Podcast returning to the airwaves triumphant over this quarantine. I don't know what that means, um, but I feel triumphant because um, we are uh, sick. Well, you, you said returning to the airwaves, but we didn't leave. We just left this room. We have left this room once or twice. That is true. Um, and I'm excited about that. Yes. I don't know. But we're back in That's this true. room. Look, I'm just trying to uh, have my unbroken streak continue of like terrible intros for the show. Bruh, you are 100% over the last five years. I'm pretty good, right? You good. You good. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate that. Terrence, how you doing? I'm... Yeah. Oh. Really? Yeah. You're just... Yeah? Yeah, not, yeah things aren't terrible. Um, God, man. Like, I grew up with a mom who was a school teacher, which made me realize I never wanted to be a school teacher, and this is the worst yep. thing yep. in the history of <laughs> <laughs> Teachers oh, no. here. Yep. Uh, what do you mean, like, uh, just teaching from home? Yeah, so, like, we had, so, um, Jackson, so my oldest is me. He my, he turns nine in a few weeks. He's me, like, to a T, same sarcastic wit, everything, me. Mm-hmm. Um, and my middle kid, I always thought was Becca, but when we go to, like, the um, the parent-teacher conferences, like, when you get your progress reports or whatever, they're like, oh, you know, Tommy has a hard time paying attention to class you know he finishes his stuff really quickly and then he starts to bother everyone else and i was like well and i remember i remember thinking this i was like well it's kind of your fault as the teacher that you're not challenging him i remember like thinking that but it never i never verbalized it and now he's here and literally i'm sitting next to him working it every five seconds tommy pay attention Tommy, what are they doing right now? Tommy, you're on the wrong page. Tommy, pay attention. Tommy, pay attention. Tommy, pay attention. Like, like, oh my God, it's so. I hate being a teacher and principal. One of my kids is going to be expelled at some point. I know that's going to happen. Oh, like, this is just rough, bro. It's horrible. Your kid is real. Your kid's so poor he can't pay attention. <laughs> that, well, old, uh, that old joke. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Yeah, this me, sucks, man. Let me switch my uh, internet here for a second. See if that doesn't screw everything up royally. It shouldn't. There we go. Uh, yeah, that's tough, man. Um, you know, I think we've talked about it before. Maybe it's in the Quarantiki room. I don't know. But I feel really bad for single uh, parents of single teenagers. Not like single without boyfriends yeah. or girlfriends, but single like there's only one of them in the house. Because yeah, that's sure. got to suck. That's got to yeah. be the hard. That's, that's going to be a very hard job. You have three kids, so you know, bless you. But um, we absolutely, Jason and I absolutely have the most ideal situation possible oh. for this. I think. Sure. Does he agree with you? Sure. <laughs> Let's say yes. It's okay. for, she's yeah. not in school. We don't have to teach her. I, I should say I am childless. So do you still want to say oh. that you have the most ideal situation? Oh, yeah, <laughs> no, absolutely. Can it's probably easier. Hang up on him. <laughs> <laughs> Let's kick him out of the meeting. Uh, thanks for joining us, everybody. We're going to be talking to our good friend Miles from Modeling Disney about the Disney Vacation Club. A little bit later. I'm excited about this because I've always been interested in the Disney Vacation Club. I I sort of still don't really know what it is. Um, but I do know that other people that I know have recently signed up for it, so it can't be all bad. Um, yeah. And then, and then, you know, 
coronavirus happened. <laughs> so now yes. it's uh, it's a weird vector. But uh, we're going to talk to Miles about that. Uh, but before we do, I want to introduce Rob and Nick from our brand new show. We partnered with an existing pod, so we did not create the pod. But uh, Rob and Nick from Banter, Besker, and Bantha Milk, Milk. which yes. is a Mandalorian-themed podcast, uh, but it sort of evolved into a Star Wars in general pod. Seeing as uh, you know, Mandalorian was only six apps, and then um, you know the next season drops, I think in October. Supposedly, we'll see. Yeah, we'll, we'll see, see right? As long as, exactly. as, long as they're Everybody, still filming, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I've read. I've read that they're still filming. That there's not going to be any delays, but I would be very surprised if that was the case. But anyway, yeah. Rob, Nick, welcome. Thank, Thank you. you. Thanks for having us. Happy uh, to be here. We brought our own uh, Bantha Milk with us today, so we're... What we're is that? <laughs> um, so, uh, traditional Bantha Milk, you know, we can get into that later, but this is, as I was explaining earlier, uh, I'm in the process of buying a house, so it's lean pickings. So, part of our podcast is we're, is the Bantha Milk, and Bantha Milk is we like to take uh, a drink of a nice uh, Star Wars-themed alcoholic beverage uh, and drink it as we talk about Star Wars, which is great. Um, but right now, you know, coronavirus. Hey, there's a cat there. Coronavirus yeah. things going on. Um, so we're kind of just trying to drink all of our, our old stores of alcohol. So we're on our last dregs. So I've got uh. here just a little tequila and blue curacao. <laughs> uh, and how is that? Uh, you know, you make do. You okay. make do. Uh, fair, we were talking fair. about teaching teaching children. I am a teacher, so it, it, towards the end of the week, this, this, this <laughs> yeah, you're fine. Yeah. Doesn't matter what color it is. You sort of revert back to being a teenager and raiding your parents' liquor cabinet. You're like Uzo. I don't oh. know. It'll get us hammered. So let's do it. <laughs> well, my parents don't drink at all. Every time I go home, I'm like, you did you drinking this? I just. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I wanted to get you guys on just to talk a little bit and introduce uh, the pod and and sort of, you know, us working together. Um, I think it's going to be really cool. You know, uh, we we got connected a few months back and we were just sort of talking about uh, joining forces and, uh, and, you know, with the uh, decline in uh, attendance of sabers and superpowers, we were definitely uh, Star Wars less. Yeah. And I don't know, I'm not enough of a positive person to be the Star Wars guy. You know, I also like right. to I also like to have people around me that are smarter than me, uh, or at least more knowledgeable. That's Let's why he married that me. That's that is correct. That's why we had Alice. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Rob was playing the long game this whole time because how long ago did he send you that thing behind you in the studio, right there, right? Oh yeah, he the was, old churro he was planting guy. that seed. <laughs> oh, that was you. That was me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. cool. Big fan. Yeah, oh, big fan. Nice. So that's awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I've been listening Rob. to you guys for years now and loving it and uh then when nick and i started our own podcast about star wars and i was like you know you guys are disney we're star wars we're lucas lucas got bought by disney a match made so in heaven. it was a match made in heaven and i reached yeah. out to, to jason and he said yeah sounds like a plan yeah so here we are we're now a part of the family I think it's cool awesome. and and you know what the annoying part was is that i had to listen to a show <laughs> yeah, that would oh, be annoying. I get he, it. He yeah. means that in the nicest way. Well, I, no, I mean that in the fact that I don't listen to podcasts. And so oh, okay. that that was annoying to me where I had to be like, God, now I have to like listen to a brand new show that I've never heard before. And I, it's a glowing I, recommendation for us. Yeah, well, <laughs> it, it is because you're here. Yeah, <laughs> that means, true. Yeah. Um, we and, must have been doing something right. So and, thank you. And I liked it. I liked the uh, banter. 
I liked the way that you guys sort of work off of each other and you drink. And so, and you don't curse. Nope. Really on the show, not on the air, right? Not so, the so that well, yeah, you guys are from not New- unless my wife is joining us. Yeah, you guys are from New Jersey. I imagine you curse up a storm all the time. But um, it's you know, it, so it's one of those things where it sort of hits all the stuff that we do, um, you know, but uh, uh, in different ways. So I, I'm happy to to have you guys on board. Um, the last show I was on your last, I think it was just your last show. Right? Yes, yeah, absolutely. Where it was almost like two hours, and we ranked. Yeah, yeah. We just kept going. <laughs> yeah, we ranked all of the Star Wars movies, all eleven. Yeah, <laughs> all oh, yeah. eleven, and uh, it was fun. It was a good time. I had a I had a good time with that. Yeah, well, you know, we do three things I think on our podcast really, really well. I, we know Star Wars really well. We like good alcohol. Uh, and we're really good at riding coattails. So we're really excited about Perfect. this. Um, you know, right up our alley. I love it. I'm not sure about that middle one. That you're about. <laughs> <laughs> Blue Curacao. <laughs> so the, I didn't say it was good alcohol. Yeah. So uh, the funny <laughs> thing, the best thing about Nick's drink is every show we do a drink and we have a rating system which changes from, from show to show. Yeah, um, it's it's up in the air. It depends what we want to do. But our highest rated drink was a drink that uh, Nick's wife was a guest on our show. She she created this this drink called the Whistling Bluebird. And uh, it was based during the Mandalorian run. He had these uh, these weapons in his wrist that were called uh, Bluebirds. Whistling Birds. Whistling Birds. So oh, yeah. She, she mixed the Whistling Birds with the Bluebird drink and turned it into the Whistling Bluebird drink. And it was our highest rated drink. So it got a baby Yoda level. Drink of the entire show so far. Well, and I don't even need to know this, the ranking system to just assume that that's the highest. Oh, clearly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I right. mean, that one's pretty clear. Uh, the rest of the <laughs> ranking system is kind of a crapshoot. But... Right. <laughs> that's true. It's all vague throughout the middle there. But uh, yeah, so it looks like the drink that she made, but apparently it's nothing it like not. the drink yeah. that she not. made. No. Well, that's... And I, on the other hand, am drinking some 2-1-A, ah. so little uh, tie-in to our show here. So thank you very much for that. There we much go. Much better yeah. than this. Much better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I should, I should hope so. Tequila and blue curacao. Well, you know, it's <laughs> it good. Thing. And, and I realized I did actually steal this tequila from my parents last time I was at their house. Um, but it's uh, like it was like these little trial-sized bottles. And I just had a glass of it, and I was like, this isn't going to be okay. And my wife was like, just throw some, something else in it. So we tried the blue curacao. I think it did something to it. Yeah, man. You know, if you make little syrups, uh, like little simple syrups with Demerara or whatever. You can coat anything, you yeah. know. It's fine. Yeah. You'll cover it up. Well, how can everybody listen to you? Where are you guys? Where's your pops? Everywhere, man. Everywhere. We're all over the place. We're all over the place. We're on Twitter. Uh, if you want to catch us on social media, uh, we post about all of the stuff that we talk about. We're Bantha Milk on Twitter. Uh, we're also on Instagram and Facebook, but we're on Spotify. Uh, we're on Stitcher. Uh, we're on Google uh, Music or Google Podcasts. We're on Apple Podcasts. Uh, we just, in the last couple episodes, because of all this social distancing stuff, started doing this and live streaming on YouTube. So we're on YouTube. Hell yeah. Nice. Yeah. So yeah. just just type in Banter, Beskar, and Bantam Milk anywhere you want to, and eventually you'll find if it. You can, if you can <laughs> remember all of our, of our name of our show. Yes. It is kind of a tough name. I'm it's, not going to lie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, every episode that goes by, I, I like, I, I, you know, I, I go to this hashtag, you know, the Bantam Milk podcast. That's just, it rolls off the tongue. Bantam Milk, like, yeah. I don't know. We're gonna have to yeah. workshop it. I, you think if we're gonna we're gonna put two versions of our show out there with two different names, whichever one gets the most listens. Oh, so. do a little A B testing. Okay. Yeah, there you go. All right. I see. We'll do a whole new feed. It'll be great. 
<laughs> yeah, I remember talk, like, talking to everybody about it, like, oh, yeah, we're, we're going to bring this new show on, and, and, and you know, people are like, oh, what is it? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, let me Google it. <laughs> I have to figure it out. Because they're just words I'm not used to. But Bantha Milk, everyone loves Bantha Milk, man. Yeah, so, so I mean, we, we love the banter, so that's where that came from. And mm-hmm. then I was looking for a deep connection to The Mandalorian. So before, because we wanted to be about The Mandalorian show before it even came out. Yeah. So I was like, okay, so what's a deep connection? So I'm we're, on, I'm we're on, teachers, too, so we're going for alliteration, of course. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so I'm, I'm, like, looking through Wikipedia, looking for something deep that, that deals with uh, with the Mandalorians and, and I find banter and I'm like, Oh, that's the armor that they are. Beskar. Beskar. I'm like, Oh, that's the armor that they wear. It's Beskar. I'm like, this is perfect. I'm like, and then we need something else. And Nick was like, well, if we're going to drink, we can do Bantha milk. So that's how the name came about. The problem Um, was we, we never in our wildest dreams believed that Beskar would play such an enormous role in in the Mandalorian. (laughs) We really lucked out there. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause that was the whole basically first, season right he was trying yeah. to get his armor yeah. up right yeah. his armor yeah and it, it just happened to be a mandalorian word that started with b we really lucked out yeah, yeah. <laughs> you guys did great well for teachers how is the teaching game going uh working from home real fast this is my uh, classroom right here yeah it's just like we feel the same way that terrence feels yeah um it's it's just as tough like we're we're constantly putting stuff out there hoping that kids do the work you have the kids who breeze through it they're done in 20 minutes and then you have the other kids that are struggling um kids doing homework at 10 o'clock 11 o'clock at night you can mm-hmm. see every time that like when they turn assignments in some of them are turned in 11 30 1 o'clock in the morning and we, we teach middle school and i'm like why are you guys still up it's kids who are like <laughs> watching their younger siblings while they're yeah. doing all this too so oh, geez. Yeah. Oh, God. it's a mess it's it's we're i mean i feel like maybe some people think like teachers are at home like hanging out this, you know but <laughs> yeah. like uh, we're, we're no. like i'm really bummed man like this is not fun at all i want to be in i want to be back in the classroom tomorrow wow yeah i'm i'm on the board of directors at my kid's school and every teacher there has probably 150 percent the uh, more workload now oh agreed 100 percent. yes yeah you, yes. you guys have been grading this much never yeah, you you guys are doing a lot of work for not enough money so i wish i could help you but i can't so <laughs> well thank you, have you- it's, it's funny because we're both like re- we call them related artists for the special teachers like i'm the computer teacher nick is a, is a music teacher so even us like we had our system down we knew what we were doing while we were in yeah. school we had we had a whole routine and now we're yeah. like creating upside four down. times as much work everything mm-hmm. is upside down you know so it's it's crazy it's definitely weird and um are you guys very lucky feel very lucky to be working still oh, yeah. absolutely yeah. 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 you know what i mean there's a lot yeah. of people in this country and this world that are in a lot worse situation than we are but it is tough it is certainly tough are you noticing uh anything of like what terrence said where any parents come to you and be like look i thought that you were awful with my kid but it turns out <laughs> i was awful with my kid we, i don't know about, i don't know about rob i've been getting a lot of emails from parents definitely thanking thanking us which has been really, <laughs> yeah you know, it's like uh, I really the stuff that you're doing and you know the innovative uh, assignments you're giving and stuff so i've gotten mm-hmm. a couple of those which has been nice awesome yeah, last week was a teacher appreciation week so yeah. we did get a lot of thank yous last week and a lot of wow uh it was interesting and then the other thing that like is also dis- disappointing and sad and depressing i guess is for like all the seniors out there and like i coach a spring sport which was completely canceled Mm -hmm. Um, I had nine seniors on my team this year, none of which got to play their senior year. You know, they don't, they're not having their graduations. They're not having all the stuff. So it's like, it's confusing and tough all the way around. And it's a shame, but I mean, it's what we have to do right now. The, the alternative is not, uh, not a good idea. 
So how does yeah. that work when you know, let's say you have you're applying for college, right? And you yeah. and and the your your senior sport or whatever most likely would transition to some sort of college entry. Do they just get, I don't know, A's or whatever know, it is? Man. I don't know. I'm glad I don't teach high school because that, that kind of goes all over. Because with middle school, it's tough, but like, okay, we'll make it work. But you know, yeah. when you're talking class rank and you're talking GPA and you're talking college credits and you're t- talking football scholarships, it, it really throws a whole wrench into everything, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Like, doing it. Um, for a lot of the sports, your junior year is a year that you're um, being looked at by colleges and stuff like that. So, all the juniors this year who would have been looked at by certain colleges for whatever aren't getting those looks. Um, so, and the colleges are in the same boat as well. I mean, all the spring sports in the colleges were all canceled as well. So everybody's all in the same situation. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see what happens next year, you know, like with all these kids. So in everything, in everything, really, there's weird things happening. Um, one of my neighbors works for uh, UC Berkeley, and they have already announced that fall semester um, is going to be completely online. And yeah, so, yeah, I heard that. It's a strange thing going mm-hmm. on right now with the entire, like, literally from kindergarten up to up through yeah. graduate school. Just this yep. weird, weird dynamic going on right now. That's yeah, my my neighbor, uh, she's in college, and she had an hour and a half window this past week that she was allowed to get into her dorm, get all of her stuff out of her dorm and get everything out. She had one hour and a half. That was it. Wow. So, yeah. Wow. Yeah. So get your crazy stuff. Times. Get out. Nothing to do with star Wars though, but <laughs> there you go. And you guys, all over social media. Yeah. Please follow the guys. Uh, they do a good job. Listen to the show, subscribe yeah. to them. Uh, you know, do a little rating thing if you want. And what we're going to be doing, uh, we're not, you know, taking their feed or, doing really much of anything but i will be posting their shows on our website too so if you go to our website and dig through our archives for whatever reason you'll be able to find all the uh the shows uh from last week moving forward too so all the shows are kind of in one in one area but uh definitely subscribe to them uh like them do all that kind of stuff interact with them they're they're good people they put on a good show and i'm happy to have them on um Whatever this is, I don't know if it's a network or a, a network a, a, now. A, a, it's now. Yeah, but it's, it's really I'm just returning to my roots, where like, we're a collection of city states. It really is what we're you know, <laughs> <laughs> a feudal society yeah. of podcasts. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. We appreciate it. Okay. So, because um, you said that it's not on the same feed, so that means that like if I were to subscribe, I have to subscribe to us separately from them, right? Correct. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. <clears throat> I was just making sure I understood how how this all works. You got it. <laughs> Also, I have a quick statement. Okay. Episode nine was trash. <laughs> right, let's move on. <laughs> oh, well, I'll boy. tell you what, Terrence. You on the show. Go back You'll and listen. listen to our last episode. Yeah, please God. do that. I, I watched it for the first time last night, and I, at one point, I was like, I, I, "I'm done. Like, I'm just done. This is horrible." See, and I didn't wow. mind it. So go yeah. back and listen to that episode, and then maybe we should have a follow up because <laughs> yeah. uh, a debriefing of sorts. And I, sh- well, I should say, if any of you have Star Wars opinions, you are welcome to join us on on, uh, on Bantha Milk Podcast. We are yeah, man. Yeah, I would you love to have, get Terrence on. You should have sure. me and Bev on. There we go. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> and Jeremy. We Jeremy would literally have nothing to say. Oh my god. Oh my god. <laughs> we would not have three more people who cared. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I do want to. Jeremy is the Titanic. Right there. Yeah, I do want to get you guys on the Supreme Resort. 
um, you know, especially because you do have opinions, and uh, I think that would be a fun place for you guys too. So. Well, I was listening the first couple of episodes of the Supreme Resort when Jeremy was doing the Mandalorian minute, yeah. which <laughs> was awesome because it had nothing to do with the Mandalorian whatsoever. Yeah. It was just whatever he knew about Star Wars, he was throwing yeah. into the Mandalorian yes. minute because he didn't watch it. He didn't watch it. No. Yeah, he has no idea what's going on. Leia and. All kinds of stuff. Hey, man, it all interweaves. You know what we should really do? We should do a big watch party where we all watch one of the Star Wars at the same time. Yeah, I've thought about it. I want to do something. Jeremy and I have been sort of talking about something. Maybe not Star Wars, but definitely some Disney thing. or Like a mystery science theater sort of a thing? Yeah, Yeah. do something. But then I'm like, but then we'd have to do writing. We have to write for it. and. well, no, I yeah, just mean, like, thing. get on like this and watch it at the same time and yeah. broadcast what we're saying. No, I, I know what you oh. mean. But uh, but in my mind, it would, it would have to be more of a presentation than just like an... But that's that's why I... Yeah, and yeah. see, I just... I, I go too far sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, that, that, okay. yeah. we'll talk about it later. I'm with you. See, that's, that's yeah. what ba- the Bantha Milk's all about, man. Hell yeah. <laughs> Nick, Rob, thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Thank, Thank you. you. Banter, Beskar, and here. Bantha Milk. Thanks for bringing us in. Of course, yeah, thank you. Uh, go find them uh, wherever you find podcasts, listen to them, and um, get ready to hear more from uh, the boys in the future. Yes, indeed. All right, we'll let you go. Thank awesome. you. I'll take thank care. You. Bye, guys. Have a good one. Nice to meet you. Welcome, Bev. Hi, Beverly. Welcome. Now Bev's muted or whatever. I was muted. Hi. Oh, okay. Hi. I like your shirt, Bev. <laughs> I'm a day drinker. <laughs> um, are you on your microphone? I am on my microphone. Oh. You don't need I the screen, remember? You don't need your screen. But I took the fuzzy thing off. Oh. oh okay. All right, cool. Just making sure. Uh, before we get to our, well, geez, everything. We haven't really done anything. Um, <laughs> yeah. I want to let you guys know Concy Ears. Uh, they're starting as Disney uh, you know, World, Disney Parks are, are ramping up to open up here in the States. Concierge is getting back to work. They were doing a lot of bookings and stuff because I think Disney World was slated to open for in June or something. Yeah. But I just got a note from uh, Eric, our friend over at Concierge. He says, Disney World and Disneyland guests with bookings between 531 and 66 are receiving letters about rebooking. So they're moving those back now. They're getting discounts if they book between July 1st and December 31st. So if you have if you if you are getting bumped and you you're basically if you're if you were booked and then you get canceled if you rebook before the end of the year, uh, and for Disneyland you can get fifty bucks per night resort credit and thirty five percent off rooms between July first and October third. There's a lot of dates going on, but only if you rebook. Yeah, I know, yeah. right? So they're really really encouraging people to just stay with them. Don't cancel entirely. Plan on coming back. Here's a bunch of discounts. That's great. Thirty five percent off rooms. That's good. That's wow. That's unheard of. Yeah, <clears throat> that's pretty good. But definitely check them out. Concierge dot com. They're all over social. Uh, ask them questions. Send them emails. They would love to help you out and feel uh, comfortable going back to the parks. You know, we're we're going to talk a little bit in Disney news about Shanghai being opened. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't it? know, man. I've seen some of the pictures of like how they're doing social distancing, and like no one pays attention to anything, and so exactly. it makes me a little nervous. But um, you know, that's fine. Uh, we'll talk about that in the news. Good. Um, do you want to do feed? Do we have feedback at all? We do. We have a great one. Okay, let's let's uh, do some feedback. Hopefully, Miles can hang on for a sec. This is from Mark. So the other night, my oh wa- hi, Mark. 
So the other night, my wife and I were sitting around, excitedly planning our first trip to Walt Disney World. We had just booked our Port Orleans hotel using some Expedia points when my phone chimes and says, hey, listen to Ears Up, in-depth live. (laughs) So we did. I volunteered our new vacation purchase into the chat, which I assumed was a a safe space, and was immediately berated by the host. Yeah, the chat is never a safe space. Sorry. (laughs) Well, that jerk's words were still rattling around in my head when we discovered we could not book a dining package through Expedia. So we called Concierge. And lo and behold, they saved us over $500. Wow. How? That's what I want to know. We were able to rebook our hotel, keep our fast passes and current plans. Plus, now we have all those Expedia points to spend on other Florida excursions. Concierge has been great. Thanks, Jason. Fingers crossed, Florida is open. (laughs) Yeah, that was me harassing him on our last uh, in-depth. But, you know, I'm glad I did. He has a PS. Oh, okay. This is for Jeremy. He says, if he ends up being in Disney World at the same time as Jeremy, we will kick one of our kids out of the Rosen Crown and make room for him to buy him a drink. (laughs) That's nice. And you know what? That's a solid choice. I would love to be on that level where you kick one of your family members out to invite me in. Yeah. Yeah. And Jeremy's a fun guy to to have a drink with, so. That's true. So thank you, Concierge. Yeah. Good job. Um, before we, we're just going to get to Miles here. I'll skip a bunch of our uh, our feedback, but I do want to say um, if you go to etsy.com slash shop slash ears, which I should really change that shop name. I say that every time. Um, I've put up all of the t-shirts that are in our back inventory. So all the churro shirts, all the uh, the, the skull and shirt, cross churro shirts, all, all of our shirts cool. are up on Etsy um, because why not? Yep. I also found out the hard way that our uh, our printer is 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 delaying. It, it takes twenty to twenty eight days right now for them to print a t shirt. Yes. Right. So yeah. like our our friend Lindsay, uh, I say our friend. I've never met her, but she's a listener, uh, and she <laughs> paid for a thing. Uh, she's like, "Hey, where's my shirt? I ordered it on April twenty eighth, and I'm like, "Oh, let me see." You know, being processed. I'm like, "Oh, that's." Okay, so it, look, it's going to take a little bit longer, but I feel like everybody knows that now, or at least everyone's okay with it once you find that out. So it's we'll, okay um, if if we'll find it. It'll if you be get fine. information. Yeah, exactly it's right. Good. And I didn't know, so yeah, sure. that's that's my fault. And I, I guess I should put that up on Etsy. But anyway, I digress. Go to etsycom coveers, Support the show by buying merch and uh, you know getting really cool. Um, all right, Miles, are you there, my friend? I am. Welcome Can back, you- dude. How are it's you? It's been a while. It has been a while. You've been doing good? You've been modeling at Disney? You've been uh, doing fashion cover shoots? Or... <laughs> oh, you know, hey, your episode... This is what I tell everybody. This is what you tell everybody that you're a Disney model? You know how many people have tagged me, and they po- they're posting pictures of their kids in, like, uh, frozen outfits, and, like, modeling Disney, and a hashtag this, and that, that. And there's, like, free move. That's so, awkward. <laughs> super is- cute kids, but they're really, like get my kid to disney i want to cash in big time oh absolutely well i I feel like it's a weird hashtag i mean it makes sense for you because you're literally modeling model disney (laughs) but i question it every day i I get get emails from people they're like hey you must be a disney employee i want my kid to model for you what do i do i'm like not an employee like they don't look at your feed nope nope wow you know, little kids in like Indonesia. Hey, what's up? Uh, my kid. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh man. Sorry. 
I'm going to break your heart. Yeah, you're you're a dream crusher, dude. How dare you? How dare you? Give them a modeling contract. Like, if you were a a spire or some lattice work, I could definitely, we could definitely work together. I'm not going to get my two girls in that before I get them in that. (laughs) Wow. That's right. So we're going to chat with you about the uh, Disney Vacation Club. Yeah. You guys got at me when I was headed to Alani. Yes. Well, because you're the only person I've ever known that's actually in it, and I'm I have I'm just so curious about the whole process and and wh- what it all means. <laughs> but I don't want to talk to the Can people say- on, at Downtown Disney about it, so I'd rather. Talk Can to I you. say something real quick? Sure. So the first time I saw that, I saw the DVC thing in Downtown Disney. Yeah, I remember being like. That's really weird because I went to college there. And That's I was right. like, oh, not Diablo yeah. Valley College. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Same. Club. Okay. All right. It's the difference. Yeah, it is the difference. Uh, all right, Miles. Well, let's, uh, let's jump in. What is uh, the Disney Vacation Club and why should they deserve my money? Okay. This, this is as simple, as complicated as you want it to be. I can go. I'm going to try to balance between the two and not okay. sound like a pitch man, but I'm <laughs> putting on my thinking hat. Okay. Okay. <laughs> there you go. All right. <clears throat> Way to model. <laughs> right, so so, I, I did the same thing. I'm walking by every park I go to, right? Every park, and I'm seeing those guys, and they're the one thing they're not doing is they're not trying to pitch me. They're not like you know the salesman, yeah. the carny, you know, hey, step on up. So you know, it, it, it's a it's a slick looking sale, and I've never wanted to open own a timeshare. Nobody really wants to own a timeshare in the traditional sense, right? Right, and all heard horror stories. Exactly, in my opinion, like the the hierarchy of things you don't want to own, like at the bottom is condos, and then it's timeshares, and then it's a boat. A boat. There you go. Um, then it's a dog, yeah. and then yeah. it's a, a cool. child. So, These like are all those things are... I want to own, actually. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same. But as far as like, as far as you know, being worth your money or whatever. Uh, uh, but that's also very '80s thinking, and it sounds like the. Timeshares have maybe changed a little bit. I know people who have a timeshare in Mexico, uh, like eighty grand value, and they've never been once. What? Oh. Is it a tax write-off, or they're just that loaded where they don't care? They, they said that it's like it's like trying to get tickets to I don't know Dave Matthews. I'm just whatever, right? <laughs> they call nice. at twelve oh one a.m. the day that they're allowed to book, and there it's already you know beep oh. beep. Wow. This is not that bad. DVC DVC is easier to get into, but let's, um, so I I got some notes here. Let's see. Perfect. All right. Here's my, here's my 30 second pitch, right? I'm getting, I'm not trying to sound like a pitch man, but this is kind of the way when people ask, this is the way I throw it out there. Yeah. The Disney company has built 15 resort expansions onto existing resorts or standalone resorts specifically for DVC members since 1991. The DVC works very much like a traditional timeshare, but it has a lot more pros than cons because you hear nothing but cons about traditional timeshare. Rooms range from something that you would stay at, at uh, you know, just like a studio where it's a regular hotel room up to a five-bedroom master suite that I was lucky enough to tour at Alani, which is wow. just to die for. Like wow. It's amazing. Um, but the thing that set this apart, that sets DVC apart, is points. Instead of a traditional timeshare where you're trying to, you have a set week and you're competing for that week, and that's that's your only choice. This is based on points. 
That's the 30-second pitch. Hmm. Now, unless you have any questions right there, there's a glossary. Again, not too complicated, but there's some words I'm going to throw at you in the okay. next few minutes, and I want to make sure that everybody's on the same page. All right, let's go. Uh, Man, it's like we're in school. Yeah. Terrence, Terrence, <laughs> exactly. Terrence well, is so excited uh, yeah, right now. Keep, keep me focused, Terrence. <laughs> Just a little bit. Yeah, and, and then I'll, a little bit. I'll talk to you about my experience. I, you know, I'm, I'm a West Coast guy, right, like you guys are, but I bought into DVC back in Florida on one of my trips. Uh, it had to do with alcohol and me drinking too much and making what could have been a poor decision. I think it turned out fine. So yeah. uh, here's here's the real quick rundown of, of terms. Uh, right. And if I say associate, and that's someone who might be either a relative or a friend who can use your account and, and book a vacation through your DVC account. Wow. You um, know, I, like that, I like that language because it, it, it automatically makes you part of the thing. And I guarantee you that wasn't chosen randomly right oh you're an associate oh well yeah. <laughs> come on and you're not yeah. just a friend or a family no. member no 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 you're an associate hey i think dvc is about spreading the love i'm not always going to be able to use my points and i want uh, everyone around me to be able to benefit um so banking and borrowing are two words you're going to hear a lot banking and these okay. have to do with the points you okay. can uh you can actually okay. take points from last year this year and the next year and use them all in one big pile to do like an epic vacation you can get an advance wow. on your points dang exactly wow. and if you are about to lose points if they're about to expire you can save them so that they don't expire which is nice um then there's a the difference point of between expiring yeah what i'm gonna go into that okay it's, that it's yeah <laughs> it, it, and, and uh, the underlying thing here is of course disney wants you to just rock this and have a great time yeah but they are so are running like this side business that's a timeshare business and Everybody can't just go crazy with no rules. The rules are there so that the whole thing flows well for everybody. Okay. The point systems are like the, the point, the, all the points that everybody has and uses are like an economy. You can't just backlog a ton of points. If everybody did that, then it would screw up the whole system down the, down the road. Right. Okay. Um, I see what you're saying. Contracts gotcha. and, and memberships. You can have a membership with multiple contracts. And we'll talk about contracts. Contracts are a set number of points at a specific home resort, uh, but you can use your points for any resort that uh, Disney has DVC for. Um, your home resort is really where you buy into originally, and you, you get special preference there. Uh, mine happens to be Copper Creek at Wilderness Lodge, uh, which is just a gorgeous place. You really want to buy where you want to stay most. Um, and then this one's a little tricky one. It's called uh, right of first refusal. Uh, without making it too complicated, Disney has the right, if you're trying to sell your contract, they have the right to come in and buy it so that you don't try and lowball the price. They're trying to maintain the general value for this entire program. So Disney can come in and say, we're going to buy it before you get to sell it to anybody else. And then there's use year. Okay. And uh, the use year really is just kind of when your points expire and when you uh, get your new set of points. Okay. Uh, Terrence and Bev, I just emailed you the notes that Miles sent to me um, and Taryn. Um, so you guys can sort of follow along and uh, okay. know, it's a little bit Thank easier to, uh, to understand. Because already I'm like, I don't understand. But I'm, <laughs> I'm hoping, I'm, I'm, I'm positive that I will after this. This is what I do for work. So I'm like, yeah, I yeah. know right of first refusal. It's <laughs> Easy. Easy yeah. peasy. It's like going to prom. <laughs> like, no, I don't I don't I wanna go with you. Bro. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, and, and writer first refusal is the most complicated of all the terms. It's it's an easy one. It's just 
They just want to make sure Disney wants to make sure that you're not selling the contracts too low. It devalues the whole system. But but Most I'm sure, people don't. Yeah, I'm sure they won't step in if it's too high. <laughs> you know? Right. Go for it, please. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. okay. Uh, so I know, I, 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 at least I think I generally know your audience, and maybe Jeremy's helped pull in people, East Coasters. Uh-huh. Um, yep. you know, when you guys started, the focus really was California Adventure and Disneyland and the, the Disney Resort. But um, for those of you uh, who have been to Florida, uh, you know it is a literally a whole new world over there. Uh, and that's why there are so many podcasts based on Disney World is because you know, you guys have done a good job of not running out of ideas for Disneyland. <laughs> Disney World is just you know, it's ridiculous. So I may throw out, I'm going to give you just a brief history here. This just gives you an idea that Disney is in it to win it. Just like with the cruise line, right? They create a standalone resort or an addition to an existing resort for DVC on an average of every two to three years. And they're just, you know, Corona screwed everything up, but they, they had a had a plan for a new one in 2022. I think the Disney hotel villas were on track for like 2025 ish, but who knows now? So this all started in uh, 1991 and you could buy in cheap. And if you had the right frame of mind, uh, if you just trusted Disney, like we do with a lot of things, yeah. uh, you could have got a, a crazy good deal. And one of the benefits uh, in my next part of the pitch is you're, you're trying to hedge inflation a bit. What you're trying to do is lock in value now because we all know that ticket, well, I shouldn't say ticket prices because they're not included, but everything Disney does goes up every year, at least once a year on average, Definitely. right? We're always paying more for everything. Okay. All right. So this is kind of a way to say, man, I love those prices I paid this year. I, I love them, but I don't <laughs> want to pay prices in 20 years. They're going to be three times that amount. Right. And I get, have a couple of- get in now because it's never going to be this cheap. Exactly. Right. Exactly. Okay. Um, so, uh, starting in '91, they started with Old Key West, which is a beautiful resort. Uh, that was the very <laughs> first to get into. For a few years, they didn't have much else, um, but they filled up pretty fast. This is one of those things, just like with Disney Plus, they exceeded expectations, and it's just been gangbusters ever since. Uh, Boardwalk Villas came in '95, and then Vero Beach, which is on the coast of Florida, the first resort away from a Disney park. And then Hilton Head, South Carolina came next. And then they started with Wilderness Lodge. They added the first set of villas there. And that Wilderness Lodge is the first resort that actually has two separate DVC areas to it, which is really fun. If you ever get a chance to stay at Wilderness Lodge, it's the cheapest of the deluxe resorts. Uh, I think I paid three twenty three fifty dollars uh, for a view of the Magic Kingdom fireworks. And I got wow. that randomly. And it was the best money that I spent. My, my daughter just went crazy. And you take a boat right to the front gate of Magic Kingdom. So nice. That's awesome. Uh, and then, and then, you, as I work down the list, 2002 Beach Club, 2004 Saratoga Springs, 2007 Animal Kingdom Villas were an add-on. The Bay Lake Tower at the Contemporary in 2009, which is the closest resort, part of a resort next to the Magic Kingdom. It is in the backyard of Tomorrowland. It is ridiculous. Uh, and then the treehouse villas, which are a standalone, which they can, you put like 12 people in there, put a good extended family in there. Um, and then the grand California villas in California, obviously then Alani in 2011, grand Floridian villas in 2013, the Polynesian villas. And you know, they put those bungalows on the water. Yeah. Which the price on those are just it's insane. thousands a night. Yeah. Yeah. 
And then Copper Creek, which is what I'm in, that came in 2017. So I got in pretty quick there. Uh, and then Re uh, Riviera, uh, which is the most recent standalone, the Riviera, kind of the French Riviera look that's right on the Skyliner transportation system that opened up last year. And then Reflections is where River Country Water Park used to be. That's hopefully on track for 2022, probably put off another year. And then Disneyland Hotel, which is hopefully it doesn't get killed like that last uh, fiasco. <laughs> right. It's funny, like looking at the timeline, you can definitely tell when they realized this caught fire, right? Because it's 91, nothing happened to 95, and then after 95, 96, then it's 2000, but then it's 2002, 2004, 2007, 2009, yeah. 2011, 2013. <laughs> like it's, uh, they did not slow down. Yeah, uh, I think this is a good time to kind of throw in. You tell me how we're doing on time, but I'm going to throw in my experience. Um, we got all night, baby. <laughs> perfect. And I got more beer. So uh, <laughs> like you all, I was walking by those little kiosks. They're not pitching to me. And I'm like most of us, uh, I'm used to being pitched. I got somebody in my face trying to reel me in. And I be started becoming interested, I think, during my 2017 17 trip to Disney World, and then I'd see them there in a downtown uh, Disney. It is sort finally of, it just it's sort of that way where where the less you try to get in my face about stuff, the more I become interested. Exactly, they're definitely intriguing, especially with sales and stuff like that. Yeah, right. Where like, oh, you're 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 recognizing my autonomy <laughs> as a person, <laughs> and you don't want to get in my face, um, and you look really pleasant and happy to see everybody. I, I might. No, I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go buy a churro instead. <laughs> well, and I think it's also part of the, like, you want what you, like, can't have in a way where it's, it's like, mm -hmm. like, they, that's not the right term. That's not what I meant. But, like, they aren't trying to get you. So you're kind of like, oh, well, maybe, maybe I yeah. do want. What's, what's wrong with me? Do oh, I, do oh, I not you look. You don't want me? Yeah. Do I not look well, like I, I, I can I afford it? Yeah. Like they're playing hard to get. Yeah, yeah it, that's saying, that's what I was going for. You're saying I can't afford this? Well, I'll show you. <laughs> yeah. I will mortgage my house to do Tell this. Tell me all about this. That's right. Yep. <laughs> Total reverse psychology, and I I was already thinking, wow, I spend a lot of money. I give Disney a lot of my money. <laughs> yeah. Uh, maybe I should figure out a way to ease that because, you know, if there's a, if if I'm gonna buy into anything. You know, I don't buy fancy cars. I don't buy boats. I got a decent house. If I'm going to spend my money on something, these are memories for me and my kids. Sure. Disney's going to sucker me into this. And if you keep feeding me the happy memories, yeah, let's do it. So um, I had had quite a bit to drink with uh, Jeremy, of all people. Uh, <laughs> so I blame I, that how did I know this guys. had to do with Jeremy? <laughs> you should totally to do view. it. You should do it. Just do it. Oh, my God. Do it. <laughs> yeah. He said, you should go to this show at Fort Wilderness Campground, and it's all you can drink. And I said, what? With you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we went to, and it's Damn. it's one of those slapsticks, like going to the Golden Horseshoe Review, where it's like, here's all the chili and cornbread you can eat, and all the drinks you can have, a lot of yingling, and oh. it's all slapstick Western comedy routine. Mm -hmm. Okay. And then we took the boat around the corner to our first night at wilderness lodge and my wife is standing there taking care of the business at the desk because i i'm just slurring my words <laughs> no. and i take my daughter over this to this guy of course this guy's like oh you have a beautiful daughter oh she's so hello princess you know how they say yeah. that she should model for disney use the hashtag <laughs> modeling disney <laughs> yes. Yes. 
that's and uh he's he's a salesperson and i'm like okay just give it to me right and i i'm one of those guys that i'll just if it may sound rude but i'll just interject if i'm like hey this is this just sounds kind of like bullshit man don't don't mm-hmm. just sell me like make me believe it the next thing I knew, my wife came over. She's like, "What are you doing?" I said, "Yeah, we have a meeting tomorrow. We're going to spend about an hour and a half and doing a." Oh, we were going to one of the parks, right? She's like, "Yeah, we're supposed to go to Epcot at nine a.m." Oh, well. Oh wow, you cut your Epcot day short. And that's Whoa. the other thing about about these kiosks is that I don't want to waste time, and I think that's yeah. more of it than anything. For sure. You know. That's and why I asked Miles on here. <laughs> Yeah, so right, they they know all this. They're they're it's Disney. They're smart people. So they're like, listen, it's going to take you about an hour to do the tour and listen to our pitch. You walk away. We know you've we've taken part of your day. You're going to miss some stuff. Where were you going today? Here's a ton of fast passes. We're just going to load up your your magic band with fast passes. Wow. And we're going to take a private van and drop you off right at the front gate. Oh. And so, so all that time you spent traveling and all that, and we're going to get you right in. And hopefully all those fast passes will make up for the hour, hour and a half you spent tour. Forget about it. Awesome. That actually makes perfect sense. And I never even do it over and over again. (laughs) Do it like 12 times. That's it. That's what a lot of people do. Like when they do the timeshare, like things, my parents have done a couple of them. You just sit in the room for an hour and then you get your like Vegas hotel for free or whatever. I don't know. Hmm. I, would, I had a feeling, unless this was ridiculously out of my price range, and I knew it would be it would be something over time, right? I'm not going to walk in and write them a check for you know a five figure amount. Uh, otherwise, I just invest in stocks or something. <laughs> uh, but I had a good feeling already that I was just going to do this as long as yeah, Katie agreed. Uh, so <laughs> so the, so that we uh, we we show up that morning at Wilderness Lodge. We're there already for breakfast and uh, walk in and we do the tour and the rooms. I didn't think our room could get any better than the one we had as a regular paying customer. But the DVC room starting at a studio, they're just gorgeous. And as soon as you move up to a one bedroom, you're getting your washer, dryer, full mm-hmm. kitchen. So you have the refrigerator and the, 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 the sink and the, you know, everything to make maybe things life a little easier with your family, save some money on the, the crazy food prices. Um, but the tour was, was fantastic. And, he said, I don't want you to be that person that goes home tomorrow and says, oh, hey, I'll go think about it. And I never hear from you again. He's like, just see me tomorrow. At not. least give me a chance tomorrow. So it really took us, I think it only took us 24 hours to figure this out. Huh. Okay. Nice. So All was right. it just you on the tour or was it like a group? Nope. It was, uh, it was my wife, Katie, and Clara. And Clara was, you know, it was all Disney stuff everywhere. And they're treating her like a princess. You know, they've got a special iPad for her and they've plastered her with stickers and <laughs> chocolate milk and all that. And Damn. he's like, Daddy, this is great. Where's, where's the checkbook? So, <laughs> uh, so wow. l- let me move on real quick it, okay. uh, to the 90 second pitch. It, it, this just expands on the 30 second pitch, right? Okay. Sure. I've already said this. I've already said this is not your grandma's timeshare. You temporarily, temporarily, and I say this because when this thing expires, your ownership, it goes back to Disney. Whereas, if I'm not mistaken, a timeshare, as long as you're paying, you keep that until, you know, Forever. your hotel falls into the ocean, whatever. So it's a 50-year uh, so limit, no matter what. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. You temporarily, most of the time for 50 years, uh, going forward from the mid-2000s, it was 50 years. you depending on when you buy in. But if you were to get there on day one of a brand new resort like Riviera or Reflections, 50 years for this. So you're going to 
will this to your kids or transfer it to your relatives or you own a piece of Disney property, like two square inches of carpet in <laughs> room X, whatever. But the point is you, you own a little piece of Disney yeah. and they really make you feel like you're part of a secret club. You know, the way that they talk to you and the way you have extra perks, uh, private pools, discounts everywhere you go, whether it's on meals or shopping, um, special events, kind of not quite after hours, but let's shut down the park early just for DVC people to wander up Cotter Magic Kingdom. Um, private lounges where you can go free drinks and, and snacks anytime you just flash your badge and whatever, get into lounges inside the parks. Uh, and then, of in course, the that's like hedge on inflation. Oh. Karen? I said in the parks? Yes, the lounges are in the parks. Oh, so wow. we're kind of waving down at people that uh, you know don't have access. <laughs> Cool. Um, again, so this is point-based, and that's really kind of uh, the way this uh, is different than the regular timeshare. So you're allotted a certain number of points. You get to you start at a minimum of 100 points, and it just depends on what you think you can afford, how often you're going to visit the parks, what kind of rooms you want to have, what time of year you want to go, those types of things. Uh, and again, you can borrow from the future or add uh, points that you haven't used from the past. Um, Points can even be used on Disney cruises and Adventures by Disney. Everyone know what Adventures by Disney is? Yeah, they're, yeah. they're non-park uh, trips, adventures. But like like in Europe, right? <laughs> like they have things that are not yep. Disney. They're not parks, but they're but it's put on by Disney. Exactly. Um, the caveat is even though, and that sounds great. Oh, points. Now I've always wanted to go on a cruise. I'll just use my points. They're a horrible value. So this is one of the cons, but you mm. can do it. Um, and if anyone is familiar with RCI, RCI is one of the biggest timeshare companies yep. in the world. They have 4,300 locations in like every country in the world, you know, Afghanistan, whatever. Uh, you can use your points through RCI. I like of so, all oh. the countries that you can pick from, you pick Afghanistan. The, the, the one that like <laughs> you really wanted to could go. never catch me in in a million trillion years. I'd rather go to China than Afghanistan. <laughs> um, and I know, so there's that's really my there's really my pitch. And now it comes down to let me ask you need to ask yourself these questions. This okay. is when you huddle in the corner with your significant other. Yeah. Don't don't let the the, the pitch the salesman listen to you. The right. questions you got to ask yourself. Right? Ready? Yep. Let's go. Okay. And this is different. This is fun because for you guys, it, you're all a little bit different. How often do you currently visit a Disney property? Does well, it include plans to go to, you know, even even overseas? But Currently you know, changes right now. But if, if, if we were, like, free to go <laughs> do, I, I would say f- three times a year. I was going to say the same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now, now, Bev and Terrence, you guys have not been to Florida, right? No. I just muted myself. Correct. <laughs> I thought I was muted, but never mind. Yeah, no, that's a good explanation. <laughs> so either, if either of you are thinking about DVC, you need to factor in Florida. That, yeah. that changes the dynamic of everything. It's like it opens up a whole new world. world. What do you mean? Um, or will you get to that later? Yeah. No, what I mean... Right now, there is a single DVC property. That's the Grand Californian. Okay. Oh, in, okay. Right. Right. In, Cali- oh. in California, right? Yeah. Everything right. else, besides Alani, right? Everything else is on the East Coast. So is it one is in it South hard Carolina, to book? one on the coast of Florida, and then the other eleven or twelve are right on property. Okay. Wow. So, so, so that's is, 
that's and, and the headquarters there are in celebration that you know a little town south yeah. of property yeah. so that florida makes a big difference so if if florida is not something you can do every three years and the rest of the time you're doing either alani or grand californian or disney hotel and opens up maybe not for you gotcha if if right now you're only going to a disney property every once every two years three years can you kick that up to at least once a year and if you can't, okay. it's probably not. For you. Is so uh, that, so that's the that's the bottom line. Is can you go once a year to any Disney property? Yes, there's okay. a way to do it. There's absolutely a way to do it. Now, if okay. you're like, listen, I'm joining this thing. I'm only buying in for a hundred points, but I want to stay at the Grand Floridian every time I go once a year. It's probably not going to work out for you. Okay, you need to be you need to be a little. Hopefully, you're a little flexible with your time. So if you right, got everyone has kids now. Uh, I am right now, I'm willing to take Claire and Olivia out of school when they get to that point at any time of year and just make it up on my own. But we love January. January works really nice. It's right after the holidays. Um, but it's before it gets crazy for spring break. It's, See, it's a sweet spot for the cost. So, you know, and, and I've, before we had a kid, I would always go, man, who takes their kid out of school to go to Disneyland? Like what, what is and then now that we have a kid, I'm like, oh, I, I'm, I cannot <laughs> wait because I also sort of can see the, the, the value of necessarily not being in the school system all the time. You know what I mean? Some of that like positive personality building of allowing them to come out of school and to go do something, you know, elitist that their friends can't do. <laughs> There's the value in that. Um, no, but absolutely. We're going to I would definitely pull Alice out of school. Yeah. hundred percent. Anytime. I don't care. Yes. It's it's just going to make this thing work to your advantage so much better. Um, the next set of questions are: If you're a solo traveler, which I don't think any of you are, um, I wish, or, or which is just a partner, uh, if or if you're a family traveler, you need it. it if you are a solo traveler or with just your partner, um, are you really looking at staying at value resorts the whole time? Because the next next part of this question is: How do you travel? Do you travel by yourself with one other person? with a family of three, four, five, or with an extended family. Okay. Right? You're taking your grandma, grandpa, uh, yeah. taking gotcha, your brothers, gotcha. you know, whatever. And then the next part of that is when you go now, are you staying at value resorts? Are you staying at moderates? Are you staying at deluxes? And if you buy into this, are you willing to say, okay, I'm done with the value unless I'm going to pay cash. It's time to go big. That is your own big. 100%. I'm going to the... Yeah, yeah, yeah right. and and we were, you know, uh, when we first started the show, you could catch us at the Super Eight for sure, hundred percent, seventy nine bucks a night, and where you're sleeping on bricks, and you know, and you're walking on carpet that's literally not padded; it's just on the concrete. Oh yeah, yeah. but now I, I'm I'm willing to go less often, so to spend more money at a resort hotel. Like I don't even like the good neighbor hotels anymore. It's yeah. a pain in the ass. Get me on property or, or, you know, catch me at universal. And when it comes to Disney yeah. world, I'm sorry, but like <clears throat> that bus yeah. system, I am not trying to stay at any budget hotel. No, 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 like, no, no, no. I, If I'm going to make the trip out to Florida and I'm going to be in Florida, <laughs> I am going to make the most of that trip. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. That, it, this this was a chance for my cheap self to finally say, you know what? I don't feel like I'm spending the money of the deluxe resorts or the monorail line resorts. Hmm. Um, mm-hmm. 
I'm willing now to stay at anything, no matter what. Like Alani is expensive. Yes. Yeah. I had I had a, a DVC band on every single day to go into the pool, and I'm looking around at all the people that don't have them. I'm, I'm thinking, how do you afford this? I think our the minimum cost of our room was 800. When we looked at extending our stay, paying cash was like 1100 a night. Wow. Without DVC, no insane. way. Wow. Exactly. Impossible. So, Impossible. That's insane. So, so whether or not this is tricking you, I could like, never justify it, that. I could I could never do that. <laughs> You know, I've, I've done the math the best I can in my head. You need to take away those things. My dad keeps saying, well, what if you just taken all this money you'd spend on this and put it in the stock market? Yes, dad, that's I don't the way that I kind think. of coin. I get, the, I get to pay this out over how many years. It at least makes me feel better. You need mm-hmm. to take that stuff and just say, forget it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're not, you're not going to buy a, ha- a house with cash straight up. So Exactly. It's true. Yeah, and and that that's that's my problem, kind of in life in general. Uh, one of my problems, I should say, where I'm always going, well, what else can I do with this money? You know, instead of like, oh, like we were talking about putting in a pool at our house, and I'm like, but what if we took that money and bought another car, or 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 put it to retirement, or did something, paid off, uh, paid down our 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 house, you know manage your money a little bit differently than this frivolous thing. And it sounds like that's kind of what your dad is going on too, where it's like, why don't you just not do this and invest in your future? But, but you're saying, I don't care or my future's fine. And I'm sort of living for the moment at the same time. My dad knows better than to talk me out of anything. Uh, <laughs> uh, Cause I will give him <laughs> one right across the face. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you guys probably have friends that just don't understand. They don't get the Disney thing. Oh, yeah. I, oh, yeah. Sometimes I ask myself daily, why did I just spend 10 hours watching YouTube videos on Disney, spending time modeling 3D models of Disney, <laughs> and then thinking about our next vacation every single day? You know what? It makes me happy. And that value right there. Yes. It's all, you know, it's all my daughter talks about. That doesn't mean I'm not going to try and take her on to Europe one day or go to sure. the Grand Canyon or go camping just means that Disney really is kind of the the base of what makes our memories here. So mm-hmm. No, and that's a really valid point because that I I feel the same way with us. I feel the same way about, you know, even Jason and I the first time we met, my my dad knew Jason before I did and he was like, you know, if you run out of things to talk about, you guys both really like Disneyland. And it's like it's it's that core of of I, I hate to say life, but like it kind of is. It's like that thing that that is always going to make you happy, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And and, and there is value in that, definitely. Yep. Yeah, but can I retire um, <laughs> on those feelings? You can't, but you can go to a Disney resort when you retire That's true. <laughs> with all your points. Okay. All right. Well, there you go. So value resorts, no. No. Yeah, so so think about and there, there are no DVC uh, options at Valley Resorts. So those are cash only, and there's nothing wrong with doing like let's say you just can't you can't find a way to book your entire vacation at a DVC. That is possible. Uh, like Art of Animation is a Valley Resort, and Art of Animation is a fantastic Valley Resort. It is so good. Um, it was like 150 a night on property, fantastic, and now it's on the skyline. That's golden. Mm. Uh, wow. So split your vacation, do an eight 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 night or whatever and do four or five at your DVC points and do cash at a value 
you could sometimes you get ninety dollar rooms on property. That's what Florida offers. So. so you're saying cash, but you don't necessarily mean cash. You mean non points. Exactly. Okay. Yes, yes. All when right. I say cash, and I'm going to use that because you can actually people from outside DVC can actually rent points, rent quote unquote. And and when I say cash, I just mean you're not using points, points. to set up your vacation. Okay. That's what I thought. I just wanted to, to clarify because there's no way in hell Disney is not going <laughs> to let you pay with a credit card <laughs> or okay. check or money order <laughs> or anything like that. Exactly. Can, do you, um, as, just, as a DVC member, do you get any sort of discounts on hotels, um, like s- just a regular cash hotel? I don't think so. Hmm. Um, there are plenty of things that I can be wrong about on this. That may be one <laughs> of them. I don't, you know, once you're, once you're at that level where you're, you're looking at the Grand Californian, the Grand Floridian, the Polynesian, the Contemporary, thinking back down to value and I'm going to stay at the all-star sports resort <laughs> and it's 90 bucks a night. And I'm like, I don't even know if I need a discount. I'm not trying to be, That's true. I'm not trying to be a jerk about, I'm just, my thoughts right now are like, okay, I get 175 points every August. How am I going to work this? I'm going to work the system. It's not hard work. That's mm-hmm. not, I'm not, I want to make that point. I almost find it fun to try and work my points and work the system the best way I can. That's right. fair. Yeah, that would be this me. Is, no, this is yeah. Here's a here's a uh, question. Like I said, okay, uh, that might be obvious, but this does not include park admission. You're on your own. Exactly. It, yeah. it used to. So this is fun. <laughs> okay, I, good. I, of course I, it did. I thought I heard this in the past, this past year, and then I read it last night that um, when you originally bought in, like Old Key West is a good example. Um, every time you wanted to go, when you got your vacation booked. Um, whatever room size you booked, whatever its occupancy was, you got half of that occupancy worth of tickets. So if you had a room that could hold eight people, you got four tickets for the parks. Wow. Yeah. And the, the system is the, the DVC has grown so large. They just, they can't even possibly, you can, you can do get discounts on annual passes. Oh, oh, that's good. Interesting. How, what's the discount on that? I don't remember, but Remind me, do you guys still get annual passes? No. Because you were on and off again. We're we're off at the moment. Yeah, we're off at the moment. (laughs) Yeah, and and I don't even get down. I only get down for the the Christmas. uh, uh, The candlelight. candlelight. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, the candlelight. Uh. (laughs) Oh, I'm in DVC and I go to the candlelight professional. It's fine. (laughs) I haven't needed a park ticket for Disneyland in in years, so. (laughs) <laughs> Shut up, Miles. Yeah, yeah, no. Click. Um, so, okay, let me go, let me work through these questions real quick. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And I get to the fun details. It, it gets. I think this is going to be more fun when we talk about like uh, how you can like decide what points, and then I can tell you some crazy examples of guys that went nuts. Um, so, having a kitchen, multiple bedrooms, and a washer and dryer at Alani. That was my first time. Not, not just at Alani, but having those amenities, that changed the way I vacationed. Like, Katie packed half of what she thought she needed, and that was half too much. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She needed a quarter to a third of what you would need on a long vacation. We just kept doing laundry. We just leave, go down to the pool. Laundry's done when you come back. How long were you we, there? 
our usual kind of seven nights, eight days type okay. thing. Okay. You know, that would have been really great when we went to Disney World because I I didn't I hadn't under fully understood the value of ankle socks mm, at the time. Yes. Um apparently my the lower half of my legs get extraordinarily hot <laughs> wearing normal like crew socks or whatever, like below the cat. So I bought a two pack of twenty dollar oh, friggin' ankle socks and I just washed those MFers in the sink, man. Yeah. And just let them dry and like had to rotate them <laughs> because it was True. so hot, but like I could, but they couldn't, they couldn't dry because it they was so thick. humid. No, it was Yo- so humid oh, also. Yeah. It wasn't, they weren't dry by the next day. I didn't know what to do. I had to like, I think I put, and I went- put them over the blow dryer like a condom and then just had the thing on and kind of like, I, I remember doing that. So a washer dryer would be amazing. Yeah. And for Terrence and Bev, who haven't been, I don't know if they've been to Florida on vacation without Disney, but you're just sweating through your clothes like a pig. It's nonstop. So, yeah. Except in January. Yeah. Why go in January? That's right. Uh, I've, been, I've been to Tallahassee and that was enough for me. <laughs> yeah. And I'm, I'm betting you probably went either late spring, summer, or early fall. Probably wasn't a winter trip. Yeah. It was in October, actually. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's, not, that's not bad. It can still be sweltering. Um, mm-hmm. But. Yeah, I mean, it's Florida is fantastic for like three months of the year, and then the rest is a you just be. <laughs> the rest Disney is Florida. Best, right? It's it's called covered cues, right? That's what <laughs> makes a big difference. <laughs> yeah, for um, sure. And then uh, my last two questions: Are you willing to make a monthly and yearly payment to Disney? Okay, think about owning a house, right? You it, it, assuming you haven't bought a house for cash, right? You're paying a monthly payment for your mortgage, and then at the end of the year, you pay one property tax the same type of thing uh, okay mm-hmm. I see. um you can finance through disney that's exactly what we did and if if the rate ends up being better you know we've, we've been in dvc for a full year we'll just move it over to our credit union and, and cut that rate in in half or whatever it's not, not a big deal so you can refinance your your dvc it, it, as long as i'm not wrong about this it's just like any other loan oh, um okay we can move it to any financial institution. There's no penalty for taking it away from Disney. They just offer financing kind of like a car. Oh, lot. like a car. Okay. I see. Yep. yep. Um, and then uh, this is, again, this is uh, the last question is, are you flexible? Like, can you, do you only go on vacation during spring break and summer? Cause that's when the kids are out of school or Gross. because of your Heck work. No. You know? <laughs> like, it, like if you're a teacher, right? That's, yeah. that makes it very difficult yeah. to, that's true. to just take off whenever. Hmm. Okay. That is the end of my questions for you that you ask yourself. Okay. Now, what that means is if, if you can't commit to a Disney trip, a minimum of once every 18 months, best uh, at a year or every six months. Um, okay. Or if you're not excited about moving up to a deluxe and blowing your points on a deluxe, really think about this. Hmm. So uh, for everybody else, it's, it's, fun and fantastic uh i used to i used to think about dvc as you're just taking up space that you could do more stuff with the park or you're spending money i don't want you to spend why do they keep building these stupid dvc things <laughs> just build more cool hotels for people like us <laughs> right and now i'm in dvc and i'm like whatever i love it build more you love it it's a good it's your you, you find the value in it because i'm in the secret club right okay yeah. is that really what it is more about than than the actual like look any you can do your laundry anywhere <laughs> You know what I mean? Like, who cares if they carry another suitcase? Like, that doesn't bother me. But is it? I am sort of a sucker when it comes to feeling uh, like I'm a special. 
Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah that, no, no, no. They, I mean, there's, they, Disney knows that value. It's the yeah. same reason they, every single person, it could be the person picking up the trash in, in the parks. Every person calls my daughter princess. That The value in something like that, my daughter just giggles every time. Okay. So, um, but yeah, th- that's, that's definitely part of it. Uh, I joke about the secret club thing, right? There's probably a hundred thousand people or more in this damn club. So it doesn't really, so at um, the, the at, secret club it, with it, kiosks, <laughs> yeah, yeah. right at the DVC resorts are, is it like a hotel? Are there, is there housekeeping? Is there things like that? Or, or is it more like an apartment? Karen, thank you for picking up on, on a very, I think it's a very small detail. It doesn't matter to me. It matters, but it doesn't matter if that makes sense. Uh, and that is housekeeping. Uh, when you're staying DVC, uh, there's not everyday housekeeping. Okay. Now I'm the type of guy who just puts my towel over the at home. I do the same thing, right? How often do you wash towels at home? You don't wash them every day. <laughs> I don't think literally, I never wash- have. Yeah, I don't think I've ever washed <laughs> towels ever. We just keep buying new ones. We throw them out. <laughs> we buy new ones. Um, they will do. I think they come in every four days to do trash pickup. So you get pretty loaded on trash. If you're doing at Alani, we did a lot of meals in the room because Alani's pricey as far as food. So we did a lot of meals in the room and we built up that trash. We put the trash outside in the hallway and they pick it up for sure. Right. They don't want a bag of trash sitting out there. So that's easy, but they didn't come in and um, clean up our room except once during the seven day, eight day stay. And I have no problem with that. I don't care if they ever come in. I get messy when I'm in my hotel room. It's like a bachelor party. There's stuff everywhere. Yeah, yeah. same, dude. Yeah, 100%. I've only recently started putting my clothes, and I mean like the last two years, in the um, like drawers and like hanging yes. my shirts up and hanging my pants up and stuff like that because it's just otherwise I'll live out of the suitcase, and Bev knows. She's lived with me a couple times. It just, uh, <laughs> just stay in the, in, the, in the suitcase. Like who cares? It's easier to clean up that way, but you also don't ever really get relaxed. But you do it when we're staying for like one day. I'm like, well, yeah, because I mean, well, now it's a, now it's just a thing. It's <laughs> like a way thing. to sort of like get acclimated. Okay, yeah, that's fair. And I'm not nearly as messy as I was without kids, right? If you're messy with kids oh, who are yeah. messy, it's even worse. So <laughs> try to try to change my ways. Um, but yeah, the housekeeping thing is is not a big deal for me. Uh, but they keep putting that. They want to make sure that some people are really picky. I want brand new towels. Change my bed. In, you know, everything, wipe down my whole place every single day. If you have a problem with that, you can actually pay to have them come every single day. Okay. That's not me. I don't okay. got better things to spend my money on. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. So, <clears throat> like so points. here's kind of how, how points go, right? So your initial buy-in is, it was, and it's different. It was different for me. It'd be different for you. It'd be different for the next person because it changes it about once a year, I think. Right now, uh, it's a hundred point minimum buy-in. Okay. Okay. The maximum. I, I'm having a hard time believing this, but the maximum is eight thousand points oh, at a hundred and ninety-three dollars a point. Wow. So you can do you can do that math. I bought a hundred and eighty points. Or no, no, I'm sorry. I, I paid a hundred and eighty dollars a point. The minimum was seventy-five at that time. So I bought a hundred and seventy-five points. So, well, so I knew that I was going to need. Yeah. Wow. If if it's eight thousand points at one hundred ninety three dollars, that's a million and a half dollars. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and that that's uh, that can't be true. Some people some people some people max out, and that eight, actually that eight thousand eight thousand points is across all your contracts. You can buy at multiple places, and there's a reason for that. I'll tell you. 
Yeah, it gets crazy. Uh, I, there's a there's a guy. Do you guys know the Diz Unplugged? Um, heard, sounds heard of it. Sounds yeah. familiar, but I don't know. So Pete, the guy that runs that organization, he also runs like a a, a travel agency. He has five thousand points currently, and he has four or five contracts. He has spent a, a crazy amount of money, but that's what he does for a living. He okay. goes and stays and reviews, and he just mm. just he puts up his mom every time she comes down to Florida. Um, well, that's how he's so, making the money. He, he's writing it yeah. all off. He's spending a million. He's spending almost a million dollars. Yeah. Can you imagine and, and spending a million dollars a year vacationing? So, so let's 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 clarify here, right? We're clarifying. Um, I buy my initial buy-in is 175 points. Okay. At 180 dollars a point, and then closing costs, just like a house, right? Closing costs based on the resort that I chose at that time. Disney through Disney, there was Alani, and there was Copper Creek at Wilderness Lodge. So I was at Copper Creek. I'm not going to even though we're West Coast. I'm not going to Alani that often. Hawaii's cool, but not that cool. Like I'd rather go to Florida. Uh, you know, Alani's like a little mini park, but it's I'll do Alani in maybe every five years ish. Okay. All right. So so I'm in for 100. That means every August, and that's my use year. Okay. I'm August to July. I get a, 175 more points. Okay. I don't want to say for free, but they just give me 175 more points to put into my account and I get to use them however I want. I'm not paying another $180 per point. I get a, mm. 175 points every year for almost 50 years because I missed it by about a year. So you buy, so okay. So you buy in at that initial, this is how many points I have. And then every exactly. year you get re-upped with points, but you don't pay for exactly. those points. So what exactly. are you paying? So what are you paying for? What your what, what? So after I paid my uh, after I after I signed a contract mm-hmm. for that amount, right? And a quick math: a uh, hundred and eighty times one hundred seventy-five points, right? Thirty-one thousand five hundred dollars plus closing costs, and closing costs are different for each resort. The fancier ones cost more, obviously. Um, and then there's you pay a maintenance fee or what's called or an annual due. It's the same thing. Every year you pay that based on the resort. The, okay. the stuff on the coast pays more because the maintenance upkeep, they get hit by hurricanes and they got the, the weather over there. Um, Alani pays more, okay. but you pay these maintenance fees every year. And that allows them to not only keep it up, but make upgrades to everything. So every time they redo all the rooms, they're using your, your maintenance fees. Okay. Um, so o- over, over this time, I'm paying 31500 Like I pay, you know, every month it's like banking a car payment or whatever. And then at the end of the year, I'm making paying my annual dues um, until I'm done paying. What are There's those? No... What are the annuals? About roughly. You don't need to tell me exactly. Well, I should have. I should. I should have known you were gonna. You're gonna say that. Oh um, yeah. Oh hey, we get we get like... very detailed here. I mean, come on. <laughs> um, maybe I'll have it by the end of this. I, I can't okay. even. I think off the top of my head. That's it's fine. not bad. It's not bad. You, you really don't even think about it because. You don't have to pay for points anymore. That makes you happy. Okay. So once you've paid off the 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 fees and the closing or the closing costs and all the the thirty one grand or whatever, then you only have to pay your annuals. Exactly. Okay. Ever. Yes. Exactly. Ever. Okay. So here's so here's what I really want to like carve into your head. Here's why I want I don't want you to think, well, damn, if I don't get to take vacations that often, or whatever, and I'm making a car payment plus I'm paying yearly. 
is this $31,500? Let's start to think about every vacation. Oh, yeah. uh, what I want you to think is um, every DVC property has a certain amount of points that are like built into that property and they can never increase the number of points. So what that means is your points don't get devalued. So if, if the, let's say the room cost me, the room at, at Wilderness Lodge is costing me what would be about $500, $600 for an average person in 10 years, 20 years, when that, now you have to pay 12, who knows, whatever, right? The value of that room goes up. I'm paying $800 if I pay cash or $1,000. I'm not really paying much more than my five or 600 bucks a night. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm actually probably paying less than that, uh, because I'm a DVC member, but you, the growth of what, uh, of the, the cost of your room per night is so low compared to what Disney is going to increase over time. So what you're doing is you're locking yeah. in. So when Clara has this, my daughter has this 40 years down the road, she's going to be paying close to 2018, 2019 prices. Yeah. So that is the key to this. Would you mind divulging like what is what is the average points per day maybe per like for Alani I guess that's a high high end DVC property what would be a point how many points would you use for a day there okay so I have something better for you how about this one Um, Alani is a good one if I I can look up my history but I have this I have a, a a vacation booked for January of okay. 2021, assuming mm. Corona doesn't mess that up. <laughs> right. It's a, it's a one bedroom villa. So I've upgraded mm. from a studio. So one bedroom villa has a, has a room off to the side and it usually has a bathroom that can be accessed from both sides. It has it, a fold out couch and it has usually where the TV is like it folds down into another bed, the full kitchen, the washer dryer. So one bedroom villa fits my family for perfectly. Um, it's going to cost us for from Thursday to Thursday, so like just more than a week, right? It's like a, is that like an eight day? Okay. It's going to cost me two hundred eighteen two hundred eighteen points at my home resort. Wow! So that's a deluxe resort. Um, if you were to rent those points at nineteen dollars a point, that's something we haven't talked about. Let's say someone from the outside wanted to rent those points, that would cost four thousand one hundred forty two dollars. So I can guarantee you that 218 points I have are, are probably not that within 500 or maybe even a thousand dollars ish. Okay. But, so, you, but if you only get 175 a year and that's 218, do you then buy the remaining points? We actually had 55 left over uh, okay. from this last year and we banked them, which means they kind of go into a holding account uh, and you have to use them within a certain amount of time. You get kind of a, leeway on when you get to use them so you got to bank them to, or you'll lose them so but we have to bank them by march by the end of march and we get to use them on our next trip but you can start booking trips before you're so we only have 55 points in our account uh and we know we're going to get 175 more so in august so we're booking our trip ahead of time expecting those points to come in and we're just going to wipe it out hmm. um but i could i could i i guess I guess technically what we're doing is we're borrowing. That's a very common thing. Like I said, you can actually have points you didn't use from last year. Bank them in time, 
and then use your set of points from this year and then borrow from next year. Okay. And then if you're still short, you can borrow. Disney will allow you to, to rent. It's actually buy 24 more points to make up a shortfall. Oh, okay. So, okay. So you can't just, um, you can't just, you know, rent 2000 points if you wanted to. There, it has to be within the limit of the contract you signed. I could be wrong on this, but okay. through Disney, you can rent 24 points. Right. I believe you can also go to, or you could in the past, go to the resale market. And the resale market is huge for this stuff. We haven't oh. even talk, begun to talk about this. You go to the resale market and find somebody who has, find a bunch of people who have points they're just not going to use or they want to rent them out and just start stockpiling points to make your ultimate vacation. Wow. <laughs> okay. Wow. Uh, okay. Well, that all makes sense. Can you use, if, if you're short, say, 20 points, uh, no, let's say 27 points, and then you, you can rent those 24 points, can you pay cash for the other points? Is there any time that you can use cash to supplement points? That's with, a good question. Without, That's a really good question. Without and buying I them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know that if you can mix and match like that. It, okay. I wouldn't think so because then that mm. would defeat the purpose. Yeah. yeah. I was just curious because yeah. like, yeah. like when you question. have like Marriott points, you can do that. Yeah. And so I was just curious if it was a similar kind of situation. Yeah. Not to rub in That's your face, Miles, but we have Marriott we points. We have Marriott so. points. <laughs> just saying. Just in case you were curious. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's a great question. I love that. Okay. Um, no, I don't know. That's a good question. Okay. Um, well, that makes sense. I would guess not yeah. just based on kind of the way that they have this all kind of worked out. It doesn't seem like – it seems like that would overcomplicate things. It, 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 yeah, it might get tricky. Um, I, do, I do want to mention that uh, those of you who are interested in DVC but not willing to make that jump, and I, that makes total sense. There's a lot to discuss with your partner or you know, think about over time. But you can um, – rent points from a DVC member, stay at one of these places and uh, enjoy it and then make your decision to based off of your, your time there. Of course, you're not going to get the perks because you're not a DVC member, but that's not, that's not that big of a deal. I would say find availability then find somebody who has some points. You know, you can go onto the website and probably find some availability call. They're fantastic as far as customer service, but, Think about the really cool places you'd like to stay that are DVC only that you would never get to stay, you know, never get to stay at Bailey Tower or the Riviera or, and, and just rent the points you need to stay there. You're, you're paying 19 to $20 a point. That's not bad. Makes so, sense. Yeah. No, here's, here, here's a very quick example. And then I, I guess I could say I'm, I'm probably done unless you guys have more questions. Okay. Uh, Saratoga, Saratoga Springs is a gigantic resort down at, at Disney World. Saratoga Springs is huge. It's right down by da- uh, downtown Disney or Disney Springs. Um, if you were to use 160 points, you could get 11 nights. Wow. Wow. <clears throat> now, um, in 2018, that, that was the, the cost for that was kind of like for a DVC person that was like $938. I'm going off of this example online. If you were to rent those and the price was $16 a point back then, that price is $2,500. Wow. 
So right there, there's a difference between the 938 and the 2500. Wow. Now, if you were to move to Wilderness Lodge, which is the cheapest deluxe resort for 11 nights, now you're up to $3,700. If you paid cash for that Saratoga Springs stay, it would cost you $4,800 before tax. I hope that illustrates the, 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 the ways that you can get into a DVC property wow. and the difference in price. That's crazy. That, so that's interesting. We have, we have people in the yeah. chat who are like, uh, where, where do I sign? Where yeah, do right. I sign? Yeah. And, and, and I feel the same way, but I'm like, I'm not, I don't want to do it without getting any like chocolate milk for the tour. Oh yeah, for right? sure. I want to go on the tour for hundred <laughs> yeah. percent. I want those fast passes like now. <laughs> and, and you know what? Those of us who can really appreciate this, those pitch people, and I sat through another pitch at a line just to sit through it. it and it wasn't a full pitch to non-DVC members. It was for DVC members, but it was talking about, they really wanted you to add more points because you can, I can, I can go online right now and add more points to my 175 a year at any time. I just got to have the money and sign on the dotted line and you can have multiple contracts under the same membership. And what that does, I haven't mentioned this, but um, at Copper Creek, that's my home resort, which means I get preference at an 11-month window. I can jump on and beat the people who are not home resort at Copper Creek. So I get on at 11 months out, okay. and I set my vacation, and everybody else has to do it at a seven-month window. Now, for every other DVC property, I have to do it at seven months. So your home resort should be the one that because you're going to get the best chance of getting your preferred vacation time okay. so if we have to do this we have to wait till 2025 when the disneyland resort opens because i mean we're, we're not going to buy into disney world he did yeah but he goes more than we would i think <laughs> to disney world i don't know man i don't know or it, i mean that's a good question miles and then and then you know if, if you're done we'll we'll let you split but um it's What's the best thing to do? Is it to find a resort hotel where you're going to be going more often than not, or just get into the program because then you can shuffle points around? You know what you might want to do being a West Coaster yeah. is you might want to rent the points to stay at Alani. Hmm. Just poning out some cash for it. If you've never been to Alani, any, you guys, yeah, none of the four of you have been to Alani, right? No, we had drinks we there and I got really sick. That's yeah. where I caught the flu last time we were out. We didn't stay there, but we, we went there. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Yeah. And and just the visit there, that just that air area where Alani is, is, is carved out paradise. Just fantastic. Right. But when you stay there and the opportunities you have, you know, we were there when American Idol was, was filming, which was annoying, but cool at the same time. (laughs) Um, Alani is gorgeous and a lot of west coasters because there's not a lot of dvc properties over here a lot one on west coast uh, alani is their home resort and alani's still open now remember so this is the key right here right yeah if you don't want in an alani i think copper creek is now closed because they they're full uh and so the only one is riviera which opened up in december so you have riviera and alani and the next one is going to be reflections but you're at least 2022 to that one um I have, I just have special memories of Disney World, and so I'm happy to make that flight and that trip. And I want my my girls going there. I, I've been to Disneyland just like you guys have. It's so many times, and I love that place. But Disney World offers me something a little different that's special to me. Alcohol. 
So when you go to Disneyland, (laughs) when you go to Disneyland, do you get just regular hotels or do you try, do you, do you use your DVC stuff? Well, uh, I, the funny thing is I've been DVC since January of 2019 and my first DVC stay was in Alani. I've never stayed at my home resort. Oh. And I haven't had a chance. I'm, I'm balling when I go to Disney World. I go down to <laughs> Disneyland and I stayed at the Motel 6, like yeah. Jason said. It's horrible. Yeah. But I've never even stayed at Paradise Pier. It's so Neither cheap. Yeah, and no, I haven't either. <laughs> yeah, there's no way. All right, well. Cool. Miles, thanks, man. That's a that's a really good rundown. I, I understand it a little bit more because I used to think, like we talked about before, it's kind of a scam or whatever, but it sort of makes too much sense now. I know. I'm a little nervous about this whole yeah. thing, to be honest with you. Right. Yeah. We're, we're all on Disney social media, and we all know how crazy Diz Twitter people are or <laughs> anybody yeah. else. If Disney was running something that didn't make sense, they'd be called out so fast, they'd roast yeah. them on a spit. Oh, for sure. That's true. Part of me does sort of want to like reapply for Club Thirty Three again, but um, you know, I, I guess the the benefit for DVC is that you eventually stop your monthly pay or your you know, your 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 monthly payments, and you just have your yearly like true up. So um, seems cheaper. If, if my wife if my wife could hit the jackpot at the video lottery, man, I'd pay it off tomorrow, and then we'd just float for forty seven years and just be you know be balling points. Yeah. Give me points. I'm a point guy now. <laughs> Gosh. Uh, all right, Miles. Well, if that's it, that's it for me. If it's it from uh, Terrence and Bev, we'll let you go. Yeah. I love you guys. Cool. Uh, it's Thanks, good talking man. Seeing your faces, and you're all uh, happy, healthy, and safe. Thanks, man. You too. Appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. All right, Miles. Bye. Bye, dude. Yeah, that makes too much sense. I don't know if I like it now. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it does. I do sort of want to wait for for all the the, the perks of going to the on the tour and stuff. But um, yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm a cheapskate, good. so the best yeah. part to me was like, oh, free fast passes. <laughs> I know, right? Exactly. Right. So, uh, sign me up. And chocolate milk. And chocolate milk. I've heard uh, the expression you for in regards to those um, timeshare meetings. You can't squeeze blood out of a turnip. Right. I'm the turnip. You're the turnip. <laughs> You're not going to get anything from me, but That's I'm going right. to get some free passes. <laughs> oh, Although, yeah. he didn't make it sound terrible, to be honest. No, it actually sounds very no, no, no. reasonable. I mean, you know, it is a car payment. He's right. It's for a, a mid-sized luxury car, you know, thirty-five grand or whatever. But um, then you pay that off, and, like, you have it for 50 years. A car you don't have for 50 years. A car you don't have for 50 years. <laughs> what is this? Uh, it's true. <laughs> It's kind of like paying your car registration on a car that you have for 50 years. I don't know. <laughs> I guess. I, it doesn't seem that bad. It doesn't. No, it doesn't at all. Well, let's, let's, uh, I don't know, man. Whatever. Ooh, there's a good, there's a good comment in the, uh, in the chat that yeah. with Elani, you don't have to pay for the park. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Um, let's talk about the 21st Amendment real fast, and then we're going to hit some Disney news, and then we're going to go, we're sort of, a. Been running, here forever. <laughs> running a little long, but that's all right. It was, it was uh, definitely worth it. I, I figured that yeah. this would be a long one. Yeah. Uh, and I'm fun. okay with it. But uh, the 21st Amendment has been serving craft beer in the San Francisco Bay Area for 19 years. From their initial brew pub on 2nd Street, just two blocks from Giant Stadium in San Francisco, to their production brewery and taproom across the bay in San Leandro, the 21st Amendment is now available in 29 states, including in and around 
the parks, especially in New Jersey, where Rob and Nick are from. Rob was drinking uh, some 2-1-A beers uh, you know, earlier in the show. So I definitely appreciate that. And uh, so does the 21st Amendment. Next time you're in San Francisco, visit the Brew Pub and shoot over to neighboring San Leandro to check out their new production brewery and tap room uh, when it opens. They're both closed. Everything's closed down, of course, obviously. But, uh, you know, as things open, these are going to be great places to go to. Uh, you're supporting local business. You're supporting, uh, you know, our friends. You're supporting the show. And uh, it's, a good, uh, it's a good thing to do. All right. Let's do a little bit of... March in the past. past. <laughs> you know what? You can all shut up. <laughs> or can you? March in the past. Present <laughs> and future with all the news that's fit to cover. It's I love it years so much. of Disney news. So bad. One day I'm going to fix it. I swear it's to God. So, you say that every I time. Before, it's so morose. And it's just like, it's like almost in a minor key. Like, it's just like dismal. It's sad. It's it is sad. sad. Yeah. It's very sad. What's weird is like none of the other controls for the songs work with this song. <laughs> you broke it real good. Yeah, it did. Yeah. Even this, oh. this just doesn't sound fun. It just sounds yeah. like depressing. Like, oh, <laughs> good. Um, we were talking a little bit about uh, <clears throat> The Mandalorian and uh, Disney CEO Bob Chapek <laughs> says Mandalorian season two will not be delayed due to COVID-19 and the studio believes in theatrical experiences. Okay. Ooh, like over health okay. or? Apparently, I don't know, man. <laughs> Uh, what does that even mean? I don't know. Don't fear that you will see The Mandalorian Season 2 this October on Disney Plus as planned. There will be no delays. In addition, the new Disney CEO continued to emphasize the studio's commitment to theaters. This despite the fact... Trumpy, get away from me. <laughs> it's the third time, bro. Watch Taryn's face. She was like... God. She's, she's too big to do this. Like Whoa. She's a giant cat. She's beautiful at any size, Taryn. Um, Thank uh, Disney CEO continued to emphasize the studio's commitment to theaters. This despite the fact that movies like originally planned theatrical release Artemis Fowl are going to Disney Plus instead. Chapek says, quote, we believe in the theatrical experience, particularly to release big blockbuster films. And that's because of Disney's resonance with consumer products and even Disney Plus. But having the streaming service and access to 54 million subscribers, quote, it's a vi- viable way to premiere films as well. Um, I don't know, whatever, dude, who cares? Uh, so basically, he's saying we're still going to do theatrical releases, but it's going to be, I think, a case by case basis. Okay. Okay. Because Trumpy. You're annoying. Stop. So what? Like, if they think a movie is going to be a blockbuster, they're not going to release it because they'll want to make that coin. But then if they think a movie is just going to be all right, they'll release it to Disney+. Plus. I guess. Um, I don't know. I think it also depends on how long the whole lockdown uh, stuff happens. I know places are, are starting to open up now, which is, in my opinion, too soon. But that's just neither here nor there. So if we're shut down again because all these reopenings release the second wave... <laughs> Uh, which people are predicting, then you know they're going to have no choice but to fire them out to Disney Plus because they're still going to be generating content. Yeah. So <clears throat> I don't know. There's uh, there's that. Let's uh, keep on the health for uh, the health tip for a second. Did you guys know that Disney has a chief medical officer? 
I did not. No. I had no a idea. CMO. Yeah. Her a name Disney. is Dr. Pam Heimel, and she's Disney Parks' chief medical officer, and she's talking about uh, the phase, the reopening of Shanghai Disneyland, and uh, she says, I want to share an update with you about our plans and considerations as we prepare for the reopening of our parks, resorts, and stores. Uh, phased reopening. We're looking at all of our locations and how best to begin the reopening process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Physical distance and capacity measures. Um, they're following CDC guidelines, cleanliness and sanitation. They're planning increased cleaning and disinfecta- disinfection. Determining where that should take place, for example, in high traffic areas and the cleaning products and processes we'll use. Screening and prevention support. They're training a bunch of uh, cast members to uh, pay attention to this stuff. So it's really not so much the message uh, so much as Disney has a chief medical officer. Yeah, that's so weird. And I wonder if she's new or they've already sort of had something like that. I have to imagine she's new because why would they need that? Like what would she be doing until now? But also like how rad are you that you're, you're a doctor but now you're Disney's doctor. You're Disney's <laughs> yeah. number one doctor. Like your your career has peaked. You're yeah. Mickey's uh you're Mickey's personal physician. Yeah. yeah. You're a princess doctor. Yeah. Uh totally. that's true. That's uh, good. But almost as good as the the article or the statement was is the results on Twitter, the replies on Twitter. Oh geez. Twitter is uh, crazy. I hate Twitter. <laughs> this is uh <laughs> some stupid account. Rather than masks, which will just contaminate the face body etc a face shield is the best protection you can't touch the face without effort and it's a physical barrier if people want to wear masks require them to wear a face shield a face shield like at the dentist yeah that's the that's the reply yeah that's the reply to the disney parks official twitter is someone from the the unofficial page like what i mean how many people does this this person has 46 followers (laughs) and they think that the disney parks page cares about what they have to say in their medical opinion. I'm actually disappointed okay. that you read it now because now. Yeah, but it's spelled weird, so it doesn't yeah. matter. What were you going to say about I, I saw a lady at the grocery store yeah. who had a shield on. Yeah. And she looks like a freak. It was. Re- I mean, <laughs> look, masks are a thing. I get it. I wear one. It's fine. Yeah. There was there. There's like a mentality that goes along with shields, I think, because this lady also individually wrapped every item that she was purchasing in those little plastic bags from the um the vegetable aisle or the meat aisle yep. or whatever yeah yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. really crap wow yeah, oh yeah, yeah to what end but the, it's but just wait, gonna but, be but contaminated it's, it's even better because i'm in lo- we're all in line like you know doing this the social distancing i'm what, six feet back she comes up and she stands like she brushed me like we touched ah, oh. this close to me because she's trying to see if there's more space in the other aisle and i'm like lady no. Did you did you say that to her? Did you? I was like, I'm gonna need you to just step away from me for a minute. You're just a little. I was rude. I was like, can I can I help you? Yeah. Can, yeah. You, can you move? I'm sorry. Do I look well, like, like I work here? This is this is my space. Yeah. Yeah. Your space, and you have shield. Yeah, that's so. That's weird. It was a thing. Here's another person on Twitter replying again to the official Disney Parks, and she even tagged Walt Disney World. So this lady took <laughs> cool. made the effort to to drag uh, the entire Disney World park into it. Please have a soft opening of the parks for Florida residents only. We miss our parks and look forward to new innovations that keep guests safe. 
selfish. Cool story, bro. Yeah. Also, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> literally never cared. Uh, I will give. I will let anybody who's giving me money into the park. I like, do not care where you live. Please have a soft opening for residents of Florida only. Shut the Denise. D nice. Yeah. <laughs> um. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, my God. As an annual pass holder, make that a family of pass holders. I must oh say, I have been anxiously awaiting for news of Walt Disney World reopening. I hope the powers that be will focus on factual data and not the fear-mongering garbage being spread via MSM. I, what's that? Shut up. MSM? I, I don't know, man. MSNBC? MSM is what the, she said. Oh, MSM. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't know, man. It's just weird. Uh, face coverings or masks, not a good idea in the Florida heat. Bro, these aren't like restri- it's It's cotton. It's yeah. fine. You're- I mean, they're warm, but also like, or you could get real sick and end <laughs> yeah. up in the hospital. I, I know, mean, yeah. yeah. <laughs> or. <laughs> Don't not, go to Disneyland. Yeah, or that. Not wearing, like, a, not wearing a mask in 100 degree heat in Florida, especially when sunlight, heat, and humidity kill the virus in seconds. Oh, well, I no, guess that don't. there we go. That solves everything. I read somewhere that like it takes 18 hours of sunlight to kill. It's like these, these people are stupid. They don't know anything. I don't know. Anyway, sorry, I didn't mean to say that. If you believe that, I'm I'm like having a lot of asthma problems recently, and so I really do hate wearing my mask. Mm -hmm. So therefore, I'm just trying not to go out. Uh, Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) right. Right, like yeah. If it's too humid and too hot, stay in your air conditioned house. There you go. No, you got it. Well, you're real smart, Bev. Here's a good reply. Wow, nobody's ever said that. It's to Disney Parks (laughs) and they drag drag Disneyland in. Hi, who can I speak to regarding a refund for the Park Harper Passes that we purchased? We are from Canada, and with the borders being closed, I'd rather get the the money instead of extending the dates. My wife also has an autoimmune disease, so Disney might not be an option for us. Um, I don't know. I'm guessing you should just call customer (laughs) service. That's my guess. I don't know. Not reply to a Twitter. I I this I hate Twitter. Yeah. Also, MSM means mainstream. No, mainstream media. <laughs> this is a good one. Oh. What are the qualifications of the doctor? Stock owner? I will not go until I feel it is safe. And it's like she is um, a doctor. <laughs> she's not a chiropractor putting out a, a viral video on YouTube, right? Like she's an actual medical doctor. And then someone posted. She. Someone posted her her like you know a bio. Uh, she was the director like of stats. yeah. She was the director of integrated health and corporate medical doctor or director at Cisco Systems. Um, she's responsible for the strategy and design of Cisco's Health Connections program. Um, blah 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 blah. She's like done. So she's this. a corporate doctor. Yeah. Like, well, this also is her jam. for mass amounts of people, right? And even if she wasn't, even if she didn't have great qualifications, she's a Disney doctor. Like, <laughs> who cares what her qualifications are? What does it have to do with you? Nothing. She's it's also just, a doctor. Like, right. are you a doctor? It's, right. Who's it down? That's why Twitter <laughs> kind of sucks. Like, t- people on Twitter just like to be angry. Um, but speaking of being angry, Shanghai Disney opened this past week. Yeah. And by all accounts, things are going well. But what bothers me is some of the the, the, the pictures that are coming out of of 
Shanghai Disney, right? Where uh, so they have these. I don't know how big they are. They look like four by six stickers that they put on the ground where it says, "Please do not stand here." And that's so you're supposed to stand in between the stickers. Yeah. Right. And there's just pictures of people standing in between the stickers and then on the stickers and then sort of on the stickers. Like there's nobody really they're, – they're giving people space, but it's more like four to three feet than six feet. People with no mask on or they, their masks are pulled down and they're on their phone or whatever. And it's like th- th- that's what bothers me about the parks reopening right now is that even with even, – especially in China, right – because uh, they're used to this. They, they've had this for a lot longer than we have. Not a lot longer, but longer than we have. Um, it, the, the, the things are clearly marked. Where the cast members coming yeah. through and be like, hey, can you, you don't stand here. You stand here and give everybody space. There's, there's, it doesn't seem like there's any of that. And so if I, I'm, I'm just I'm, I'm curious to see how that was going to work out here. Um, where where people are more angry, where people are more angry, people <laughs> yeah. are protesting. It's like I don't think that yeah. line markers are really going to work well. They're not. No. And it's going to cause fights because there's going to be somebody who's anxious about it next <coughs> to somebody who doesn't care, and then they're going to butt up against that person, and it's going to cause a fight. It's, oh, there's it's already going to be so. There's messy. already fights at grocery stores, and there was fights in line at some restaurant for Mother's Day, which sounds <laughs> insane. But like the Red Lobster, I mean, yeah. everybody wanted to go. Whoa. There wasn't no, enough room not. for everyone. Oh yeah, yeah. Big old brawl, Mother's Day brawl at the Red Lobster. I'm literally not surprised. Between people with no masks on, so you can imagine. Um, let's talk, let's do some numbers real fast. Disney's quarterly earnings were announced the other day. They had their meeting. Um, apparently their second quarter profit, this won't surprise anybody, dropped by over half for the second fiscal quarter. Adjusted EPS fell to 60 cents a share from 161 earlier. Um, revenue grew 21% apparently, but that was largely driven by the acquisition of 21st Century Fox's entertainment unit. Um... The pandemic has cost Disney as high as $1.4 billion in lost profit for the past quarter. Jeez. Wow. And this, is, and this is the key. This is what I was telling someone the other day on Facebook. It's like, you know it's serious when Disney is losing $1 billion in three months and they're okay with yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. This is a serious thing, right? Of that amount, $1 billion was due to the theme park shutdowns. Specifically, the theme park division saw operating income drop to $639 million from $1.5 billion the year before. And profits from the film studio, of course, dropped around 8% as most of the stronger performances came from films earlier in the quarter. Mm-hmm. Uh, in terms of TV operations, operating income increased 7% as sales of TV shows in Fox merger jumped uh, but cable networks uh, like ESPN saw a slump in ad sales due to the pandemic uh, because, of course, there's no live sports anymore. Right. Yeah. Uh, the number of paying subscribers for Disney Plus has grown, of course, to $33.5 million. Or, excuse me, $33.5 million for Disney Plus, $31.2 million for Hulu, $22.8 million for SVOD. I don't know what that is. I don't know. SVOD only? B as in boy, S-B-O-D? No, S-V as in... Victory? Sure. Give it like two seconds. The chat will know. They know everything. Yeah. That's true. Um, And in the second week of April, Disney said that Disney Plus passed 50 million subs. That's just crazy. 
Um, yeah, I don't know. And basically people are saying, look, look, the second quarter is not going to be any better. No. Subscription video on demand. Oh. Oh, SVOD. Yeah, but what does that mean, subscription video on demand? Like, so that's, does Disney that's Netflix. Netflix. That? That, yeah, it's Disney Plus. It's Disney Plus. It seems like it's a little redundant. Well, right, because they were reporting numbers on, about Disney Plus. About Disney Plus. And the, so, I don't know. Oh. I don't remember. I don't know. That's weird. Maybe on Disney Plus you can buy more? <laughs> I haven't seen that option. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, man. Uh, and then here's one for uh, for you fans of Nicolas Cage. Oh. Isn't oh, everyone? Gosh. All one of you, including <laughs> yeah. Nicolas Cage. I'm uh, not going to lie. I'm... I, I low-key enjoy Nicolas Cage <laughs> just because I know it's going to be amazingly terrible. And I'm like, he's just so oh, yeah, weird. sign me up. Yeah. Well, he's a Coppola. What do you want? Uh, National Treasure mm-hmm. TV series in development for Disney+. Plus. I love those movies. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. Because <laughs> Oh, that's something we can watch. No, we can't. I mean, you can, yes. You're more than welcome to. God bless you. <laughs> Go go with God, my sister, because you are. I'm not. I refuse. Uh, if you're missing seeing actor Nicholas Cage chase after treasure while teaching us a thing or two about historical conspiracies, whatever. Um, anyway, there's a National Treasure three movie that's still in production. Wow, Terrence. I love how nobody mutes their mic and they're just going on. Sorry, it's all right. Um, sorry, sorry. It's okay. Don't worry about it. Uh, hopefully, okay, uh, we're working on one national treasure for streaming, and we're working on another one for the big screen, Jerry Bruckheimer told Collider on Thursday. Hopefully, they'll both come together, and we'll bring you another national treasure, but they're both very active in production. The one for Disney Plus is a much younger cast. It's the same concept, uh, but with younger people. The one for theatrical would be the same cast. So, Nicolas Cage is in for National Treasure 3, but maybe not for the series. Okay. Which makes no sense. Is it maybe his character but younger? Yeah, it's different it sounds, people. Yeah. It sounds like it. Yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Uh, Nicholas Cage is also uh, in talks to play Joe Exotic, the Tiger King. Oh no! <laughs> this, this is something I don't understand. Okay. Not the Nicholas Cage part because <laughs> I can totally see that. Sure. But why are they making an, a yeah. Tiger King document movie? We watched. We watched it in real life. That's true. Yeah, it's stupid. It makes no sense. But they're just trying to capitalize on it. Because for some reason, people really liked that doc. And I just... It was fine. That I don't I understand. Like it. It's people who don't watch documentaries like <laughs> think that it was, like, amazing. No, it, it wasn't it, amazing. It was no. super entertaining. It was fun. It was, it was fun to watch. It was It was great. not a good documentary at all. No, <laughs> no it wasn't. Uh, by the way, Karen, uh, Karen, uh, Carol Baskin totally killed her husband, right? 100%. And fed him to a tiger, right? I don't have know. You, <laughs> have you guys heard the song? What's yes, <laughs> it's a rap song about Carol Baskin. It's great. <laughs> really? You know what? So we watched the um, as as much as I did not appreciate or enjoy that documentary all that much. Uh, we watched that follow up with Joel McHale yeah. on Netflix, which was terrible. Was f- yes, but one of the guys in there said that that's not Joe Exotic singing his song. Yeah, no, that was the no best part. Way. Which, and I didn't, I didn't realize that at first. And it's not, it's, it, it's something that Joel didn't either pick up on or it got edited out or whatever. But I thought that was the biggest takeaway from that bonus episode is that that's not him singing those songs. So when homeboy, when his, sorry, no, they didn't talk about it in the documentary, but when his second husband, um, when he killed himself on accident and uh, Joe sang at the wedding, 
uh, uh, funeral. His, his thing is funeral. funeral. I'm sorry. Sorry, not wedding. Funeral. <laughs> also, thing. spoiler alert. Um, oh, sorry. <laughs> it was like you could tell that it was not his voice on the music videos. Like he did not sound the same at all. So I picked up on that. I don't know. There was there were a couple things in the Joe McHale thing that I thought were like kind of interesting because it's, again, spoiler alert: if you live under a rock and haven't watched this yet, yeah. right? Um, you kind of come away from I I, I kind of came away from it thinking like Joe was a little bit of a victim, like he shouldn't necessarily be where he is right now. Nah, or at least son. He be the nah, only, son. Or at least he shouldn't. <laughs> only one in the place where he is right now. Oh, he should not be the only one for sure. Okay. Yeah. Then, but I got that from the full documentary. So so did I, but then there were the, this but then in in the interviews that came with the Joe McHale thing, I was like, "Oh, this guy was kind of a skeez ball. Like kind yeah. of deserves mm-hmm. where he, to be oh, where he is." Oh, I see what you're saying. I, yeah. I think the documentary definitely painted him as more of a sympathetic character i see yeah yeah and then talking to the people that were in the dock afterwards they're like no he sucked basically yeah they're like no no he belongs where he is yeah like people who you would think would have his back were like "Mm." well that's that's sort of what i mean about why the dock wasn't very good it just didn't really know what it was was wanted to be he was a tool but just because you're a tool does not mean you deserve to go to prison like he did he did things that were horrible, horrible. But I, I agree with Beth. He's not the only one that should be in prison right now. Who else do you think should be in prison? Simply because... Why are Jeff? we talking about this? Think- Jeff, for sure. Jeff, uh, yeah. 100%. Teardrop sure. guy should be in jail. Yeah. Dude, the, yeah, dude that went to Florida to kill her? Yeah. But he didn't really and, go and to Florida to kill her. He didn't really go to Florida to kill her, but like... But he he's, he's, he's killed Jeff's people. Like best friend, and and all of a sudden, no money changed hands, or money did change hands, but there's no like paper trick. Like there's some sketchy things happening. Um, but it's all about Carol Baskin. Well, and the same they, thing. they didn't have any evidence on him, so he's really in jail for animal abuse. Oh yeah, for sure. So, there's, a poss- there's a possibility of of him being released because of um, coronavirus. <laughs> like yeah. I'm not even kidding. I'm not kidding. There's a possibility of him being released because he's a non-violent offender and they're afraid of coronavirus spreading throughout prisons. When are they going to start releasing non-violent offenders? Because that's a big thing in the news now. There's a ton of people that are non-violent offenders that have contracted coronavirus in prison. They've they've already done it in uh, Contra Costa County. My brother-in-law is a uh, prison guard in Richmond and they've (laughs) already released... I think he said between 10 to 12% of the total population because of the fact that they're nonviolent criminals. God, can you imagine? See, you know, if you went back in time and you knew that you'd be released eventually, he just it makes you want to commit a crime. <laughs> it does. Nah, nah, nah. No, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Well, anyway, that's it for news. That's all I had. There's not a whole lot going on. That, that was a lot, I thought. That was, that was some good stuff. Yeah, it was all right. Can you just be happy about it? Nope. Oh. I've, I've never been happy my entire life. <laughs> oh, cool. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're going to get out of here. Thanks a lot, everybody, for sticking in the chat room. I really appreciate it. Um, one thing I didn't get to, uh, the latest Supreme Resort is out. The boys uh, compare the Grand Floridian to the Grand Californian Hotel. Ooh, I, nice. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. very interested to know which one wins. 
Yeah, and there's going to be another episode dropping, I think, next week. There's a new cash grab episode. They're doing a lot of work over there, that's that's uh, for sure. Ears Up In Depth is out. I think that's kind of an older episode, but whatever. Uh, Banter, Besker, and Bantha Milk. Check out the Bantha Milk podcast all over uh, wherever you find good podcasts and social media and all that kind of stuff. Follow the boys. Uh, they're our new friends, and I appreciate it. We should talk real fast about the next Corn Tiki Room. Oh, yeah. Actually, let's you know what? Let's, let's end the show now. Uh, and then maybe we'll stick around and stay live for a couple minutes and just pick a new date and stuff like that. Okay. All right, let's do that. Thanks for listening live. I appreciate it. Thank you to Concierge. Thank you to 21st Amendment. We really appreciate you guys sticking with us through all this kind of thing. Don't forget to ask for the 21st Amendment beers wherever you find good craft beer, like DCA, when it opens, hopefully, eventually. Uh, I was telling a couple friends, like, man, I'm sort of now only suddenly missing Disneyland. Yeah. Yeah, but only because, like you said, like you like the things you can't have. Yeah. Now, now that I can't go, it's like, oh, that would have been fun to start planning a trip in September or October. But. Oh, for sure. I've been feeling that way already. Yeah. But yeah. I'm callous. All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll uh, talk. Oop, hold on. Yeah, there we go. We'll talk to you later, everybody. We'll see you in the parks. Thank you. <laughs>